Hey everyone, we're about to start talking here in just a minute. Uh, be patient with us, and uh, we'll be right with you. It won't be ten minutes this week. Robbie will be joining here in just a little while once he gets his uh, situation sorted. Right. Um, so he'll be on here in a little bit to talk about some stuff with us. What up, Sam? Sam in the chat. What up? Howdy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say hi for everyone. Sam will be joining in the voice chat in uh, in the call, I should say, in just a moment, too. In the call. Podbean would very much like if I said in the call instead of in the voice chat. Well, what's wrong with in the voice chat? Because they call it a call. Right, but how can they police us what we call it? That's a good point, actually. What are they going to do? Remove our funding? <laughs> That's true. We are the funding, so they can't really <laughs> remove that, can they? Um, yeah, they actually just added a bunch of tools to like put in uh, the podcast everywhere easier. So like, you know all that really hard work we put in to get it on iTunes? Right. Now it's just a form you submit and they do it for you. Dang. So can we do that? Anyways? <laughs> <laughs> we're, well, we're, I'm doing that for all the other ones. Don't worry. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, so we're about to be in like yeah, a lot all more of places. you listening on your AM radios. Here we go. Yeah, all the AMs. Uh, when's the last time you've listened to AM? I don't think I ever did. Oh, I guess that makes <laughs> sense. Actually, I did have a portable radio, and it wouldn't surprise me if that was AM. AM like sounds real bad, so you'd know. It was. It's just gone. Okay, it was. <laughs> it was bad. Yeah. Um, like it sounds like garbage. <laughs> yeah. Um, FM sounds slightly better than garbage. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I might have had one, but yeah. So all of you listening on AM radios, <laughs> get ready for us. Um, actually, okay. I, I bet. Oh, this is the last one of the today. We are watching the There you go. That's more accurate. Let me let me try the intro again. Okay. Yeah, that's better. That's like AM radio. <laughs> um, actually, we might be on FM radio at some point. If what? Yeah, because iHeartRadio and they have like a thing. Oh, so... I thought you were gonna be like, yeah, uh, I'm actually gonna put us get a radio for us, and I didn't tell you. <laughs> yeah, I didn't tell you guys, but like, we got a lot of money. <laughs> um, at that, I wish that would be amazing. I I don't know if I'd want to be on radio, but. Why? I don't fun. think I get a choice in the matter anyways, unless I just choose not to show up. I mean, that's also possible. We're not all, I guess we're not really employees, though technically it's a company, I think. I think it's a contract. It's more like a contractual obligation at this point. Yeah. Yeah. You're contractually obligated yeah. to come here. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway. The movie that we watched today, for anybody listening, if you're listening live, we watched Dunkirk, 2017, directed, written, and produced by Christopher Nolan. A uh, very good film. Sam had the option to uh, join us in on the episode, and she was like, no, I don't want to watch a war movie. Uh, it was a war movie, so. Yeah, it was a war movie. <laughs> it was for sure a war movie. But it was a war movie that you, Sir E, uh, even not liking war movies, didn't hate it. I did not. Yeah. And- <laughs> I mean, I don't think I say, like, I hate war movies. Uh, Jelly says, hey, hi. Hey, hi, Jelly. Hi. How's Speaking it going? of Jelly, there was bread and jam in that war movie. Oh, there was so much bread and jam. We didn't even bring it up in the episode, really. I'm going to have to <laughs> intersplice that somewhere. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, the bread and jam just looks really good. I don't know why. <laughs> like, the, the sound chewing it's... sounds good in it. It's weird. It's because it was shot on that IMAX. Yeah, that's why. It was shot on IMAX. That's what makes the bread and jam really pop. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So yeah. Was... So Dunkirk was very done, and Kirk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. It was, it was good. I'm done, making I'm done with the Dunkirk like, puns. I'm done with the dumb jokes like that okay. I, for a while at least. Cool. Uh, <laughs> um. Yeah. We've uh. Oh, hey, Sam is trying to yep. do a thing. Uh, Sam. Yo. Hi. Hey, what's up? What's up? What did you think of Dunkirk? Um, it was all right. Yeah, it was a war movie. Uh-huh, I don't know. I think you gave me a code to watch it, so I watched it forever ago, and I don't remember. Oh, did you it actually watch I... it? Yeah, I think I got bored. So. Well, that's rude. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, mm-hmm. um... Yeah, I actually watched a lot this week. Like, a lot, a lot. So, I want to start with you, E. Hi. Have you watched anything this week? Yeah, um, I said a bit on the podcast. I actually watched a documentary about the creation of VeggieTales. Go into that, actually, because that seems interesting. We're here. Okay. So, the man who created VeggieTales, I'm going to say off the bat, 
he said it was actually God told him to. Mm-hmm. And when he actually created his studio, he said the reason the studio... Well, I guess that's a little too far. So he did that. <laughs> he created the studio. They were making good money. But then they he got like a president and vice president. And they kind of screwed him over a bit. Huh. And... He got screwed over a lot, actually. Like, distribution screwed him over by taking basically all his money. So, like, he didn't get any royalties from anything? It was a bit of that, but so... Around the time, I don't know if this was before or after, if you were watching Vegeta. So, like, the Jonah movie. I love the Jonah movie. That was their Hail Mary. Really? And, like, it costed way more than you would think it would cost to make a VeggieTales movie. I bet it was somewhere around, like, the... 35 million range. Alright, it costed way less than you think okay. it would cost <laughs> So, they were doing that. And basically, to make any money off of it to save the studio, they would have to make $20 million. They made $25 million. Wow. But also, that money got taken by advertising and distribution. Oh, right. So, they so... lost the money. Oh. And so... They were, they had a lot of contracts going on. One was like with, I don't remember the name of the company. It's like one of those children media companies. Mm-hmm. And he liked, he was friends basically with the president of that. And they basically had a verbal agreement that all the rights were with that company. Verbal agreements are never good. No. Uh, that guy died and the company was bought by another company. That's why. Verbal agreements are never good. Right. So he didn't really like the other company. So he just decided to leave, basically, say, you don't have our people or you don't have VeggieTales, basically. Right. And gave the rights to like Warner Brothers. They didn't like that. Huh. And sued him. Right. Right. I imagine companies would do that. Right. So the lawsuit was kind of, was basically like, well, there wasn't an actual contract. There was basically a contract because <laughs> this paper that says this is not a law of fighting contract, but it counts because we said it does. This was signed. Good. And then a verbal agreement after. They won that. What? And it wasn't until later that it got overturned, but it was too late by then. That sucks. So he is... What's he do now? So he... Well, one, he still voiced... You know, like Bob and stuff. Oh, he voiced Bob. I think he voiced Bob. He voiced one of them. That's cool. Well, actually, he and his wife basically voiced the entire cast at the start. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, But yeah, so he voiced that. And uh, they tried rebooting twice on Netflix. Both sucked from what I heard. It was in the city and in the house or something. Yeah. No I, one likes those. I remember seeing like a couple of like advertisements for it and thinking like this isn't my veggie tales. No, but there's actually a new series now and it seems to be somewhat of a back to form though. It seems to be more like Muppets. Okay. Just like structurally. Okay. Okay. And that's kind of the happy ending for him, unfortunately. Oh. That he voices them and he seems to have a bit of input. Huh. But yeah, he got... Really screwed. <clears throat> I really recommend the documentary. I'm not giving it enough justice. Okay. So sounds weird. Uh, it is kind of weird, but VeggieTales itself is kind of weird. Also, yeah, I just want to say he said that God yes. told him to make VeggieTales. Yeah, that's like a weird thing to like be like. What's his name? 
I don't remember. We're going to call him Brent. That sounds right. <laughs> Brent, make a Brent? Christian. Yeah, Brent. That sounds like a <laughs> make any joke. I don't know. <laughs> Let me finish my joke. Yeah, yeah, you go ahead. Brent. <laughs> no. Brent, make Jesus allegories with common vegetables. <laughs> Okay, have so, the cucumber sing about his hairbrush. So it wasn't like <laughs> that's that's how that, God's it, wasn't a, it wasn't about the vegetables when no. he had that. He just was like, God wanted me to make something accessible to children that like anyone will enjoy. Uh, the reason it was vegetables is because they're easy to animate in his <laughs> yeah. program. Yeah, simple shapes. Yeah, but uh, actually, the real <laughs> thing that like kicked him off was MTV. Because he watched that and it was like, this is terrible. <laughs> if they can do it. <laughs> no, not like that kind of terrible. Like, this is c- polluting the youth. Oh. <laughs> okay. I, yeah, Wait, I think somebody I know. said that VeggieTales was polluting the youth? No, no, MTV. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. Okay. But then he made, <laughs> no, then he made VeggieTales and it was the smash kit. And it was doing good for a while until the producer and CEOs were like, okay, this this year we made $36 million. So next year we'll make $70 million. And that's not how it works. That's not how that works. They made $38 million that year. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I still have fond memories of VeggieTales, even though like I'm not like, <laughs> yeah, go Jesus. Like, um, Shock Lobster, hey, you're welcome. Welcome back. Uh, Shock Lobster in chat says... My kid almost put VeggieTales up on YouTube once. I batted the controller out of his hands before I <laughs> had to put a foot through the TV. Hero. Um, okay, I like VeggieTales. Per- okay, I won't say I like it, but I have nostalgia for VeggieTales. No, I think and also, VeggieTales hello, are- crazy motherfucker. Sure. Um, yeah. Yeah, hey. There's a guy called hey, Crazy yo. Motherfucker. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so, I, I generally think VeggieTales is just good children's media. Yes. Like, even not thinking about the it from, like, a Christianic, I think just in general it's good. And I think a testament to how good it is is people like you who have fond memories, even when you're not religious anymore. Right. Like, I just, I really like the cheeseburger song. I genuinely like when Larry sings about his hairbrush. Uh... I actually enjoy the Jonah movie quite a bit. I think there's some really solid jokes yeah. in there. Maybe we'll have to watch that someday. I actually never saw it. Really? It's yeah. I think it's pretty fun actually. I saw most VeggieTales stuff, but definitely not Jonah. Like it definitely like at the end is like, yay, God's good. But there's oh, like yeah, that's the that's yeah, the moral that's of the yeah, VeggieTales. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like there's a, a bunch of good stuff in there. Um, oh, I can't remember the line. There's like there's this line that they always that they sung the pirates did who don't the pirates who don't do anything. The pirates. Well, obviously that, that too. Um, oh, okay. Reliant K did a cover of that. They've been on my mind a lot lately, Reliant K has. <laughs> so that's weird. Um, but yeah, no, it's a. Uh, oh, we win <clears throat> ping pong. We what? get the ho hos and the ding dong. What? Ding dong. <laughs> Those like snack cakes. Ho hos. Oh, okay. Not hoes. <laughs> Larry's not like, we get the hoes. <laughs> I was like, whoa, 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 what? <laughs> I'd rather have that sort of Veggie Tales. That would be a very different Veggie You tale. can literally watch any parody of Veggie know- Tales then. I know they did that. Um, what was that fucking hot dog movie? <laughs> oh, that all the, uh, like the very food, adult Georgie uh, Wiener. Oh, sausage party. Sausage, sausage party. party. Yeah. <laughs> Wiener I still don't want to. I still refuse to watch that movie. <laughs> Listen, I couldn't think of the name. <laughs> sausage party. Yes. 
<laughs> sausage fight. That's how I. Th- that's how I feel anytime I remember that. Um, like here's the thing. wiener sluts. <laughs> <laughs> I think I get together. I, yeah, I think I saw that movie. Um, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> All right. Me too. But, um, okay. Um, no, I, I generally think VeggieTales is great, and even like without the Christianity stuff, it's just a general <laughs> like it's such it's really well written. Yeah, it's clever. Like it's it's honestly very clever. And like I prefer when they so actually that was a big thing that happened is uh as he grew bigger and and like got more uh employees, there was a divide between like Christian employees and other employees. Yeah, I wonder how just like, like people working there because it's a job. <laughs> Kind of. Well, like, people generally wanted to work there. Like, people came from Disney to work for them. That explains why, like, why their animation got so much better at a certain point. I mean, point. Somewhat, yeah. Yeah, I mean the Jonah movie looks pretty good, honestly. I mean, that was their hair They put so much money into that. They got the banks to give them a bunch of money for that, too. I bet. And uh, they didn't get the pay Wasn't that, that like, a big, wide release? Yeah, yeah it, was it was in theaters. I, I saw it in theaters. Um... <laughs> Uh, what was it? Uh, Supertones did a song. I think DC Talk did a song for it. Why do I remember all these bands? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, like it was really cool to watch. And like I'm only like fairly familiar with Veggie Tales, but like it was really cool to see how this story went. Also, I might send you the um, document. I'm gonna say it's from a kind of humor, and he has a very like specific kind of humor. I don't know if you like his humor. I'll check it out. But the documentary part's solid. Um, it is on YouTube. Also, Sam, um, hmm. you don't have to fix your nails right now, do you? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um... <laughs> um, also, for anybody who's listening no? now, um, I <laughs> shat on E for like 15 minutes Weird. last week. <laughs> um, about a documentary another documentary he watched about Halix a band that worked at Disney for literally three months and then never existed or recorded anything um, that documentary is actually pretty good yeah what a, what a crazy idea that E could oh, like so you watched that one I did watch it I watched oh, it I... like the next day <laughs> I sold him on I it by being you... like Chewie's in it I saw that you didn't put up last week's. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. So no one had context for that. <laughs> yeah, right. I forgot. Shit. Um, okay. So last week I watched a documentary about a Star Wars based band that played at Disney for one summer. And literally three months. Never again. In like the 70s or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. Before I existed. Um, like, yeah. E yes. wasn't exaggerating. There I was literally a rule at, at Disney World, Disneyland, whatever. To where they wouldn't let people in who had hair, if they were males, if they had hair longer than their shoulders, they weren't allowed in the park. Um, and the band members of Halix had long hair, and so they had to like fight to be allowed to go to work. Because the bouncers didn't believe that they worked there because they had long hair. Yeah, it's crazy. Like it, I told you, like it's a really good documentary. Yeah, and like their music doesn't suck. <laughs> but also, there were some songs that maybe the people behind the scenes shouldn't have let go in. Also, yeah, like specifically, I think you know which song I'm about to bring up. Yeah, Jailbait. Yes, um, <laughs> it's literally what you think it's about, Sam. It is a song about Jailbait and how Jailbait looks really, really good, but they can't have it because if they get it, they'll go to jail. 
Well, this yeah. is this was um, sung in Disneyland where you're not allowed to have hair longer <laughs> than your shoulders. Yeah, and like when and the, you're not allowed to dance. Yeah, and like when the producer was like, "Hey, is this allowed?" He's like, "Um, yeah, it's pretty questionable. I'm going to admit that. But if we're not recording it, then it's fine. And if anybody has complaints, then we'll figure it out then." Like, well, okay, I guess. And so they just kept playing it all yeah. summer long. They did change the lyrics a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think some more Veggie Tale stuff looks like. Um, Shock Lobster says, I frankly would not have predicted VeggieTales evangelists in this cast after last week's conversations. Last week's <laughs> conversations don't count anymore. <laughs> they are, uh, last week's episode is non canon, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so there we go. He, he did a good, he, he saw a good documentary, even Jiraiya can admit it was a very, very well made documentary. Yeah, I do have to admit that. And it's actually kind of sad because, like, the front runner of the group, um, it's like they, they actually got signed on to like a big label, like a it was mm-hmm. like Warner Brothers, I think, right? Um, because the producers behind it were like, well, uh, our Disney label just has like weird uh, kids' music, and that's not the kind of thing we're trying to put out right here. So we want to give it to a real label. So they gave it to WB, and WB signed them, and then WB Records died. Yeah. Um, and so their contract also died. Which left them like they got a sign on bonus, which they all shared and stuff like that. And, and the lead singer left. Yeah, the she lead singer away. like literally ran away from her life, like left her husband, got all of her money, just went off and did her own thing. And then she died. Um, huh. Yeah. And it sucks because like she seemed like from like the videos that were recorded, she seemed like she had she was, genuine talent. She was like. I think it's in that video. Like Warner Brothers said, we're not signing you as a band. We're signing her. Right. And you guys are coming with her. Yeah. Like if you guys fuck up, we won't like hesitate to can you because we don't actually want you. We want her. And like she had star charisma. Like I think if WB Records didn't go down, like she would be a household name to this day. Honestly, it's kind of insane. It's yeah. It's genuinely really sad. Yeah. Um, and it's so weird because they never recorded any albums or anything. So like any of the audio you have is just from like that one night they did recording for that concert. Yeah. And that's it. That's like all <laughs> you get. It's really weird. Yeah. Even in that documentary, some of it is just a recreation. Yeah. Of the songs. Yeah. Yeah. It's so strange. It's such a strange little like niche thing. I can't believe it exists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is so it called? What's the documentary world. called again? If you look up Halix on YouTube, it's going to be the only hour and a half video you're going to find. (laughs) H-A-L-Y-X. Yeah. (laughs) Also, the name is hilarious because, like, the guy who was, was, like, running them was like, what even is Halix? What does that even mean? Oh, yeah. Like, everybody was, like, (laughs) mad, like, in the documentary when they were asked what the name means. Like, what the fuck is a Halix? I have no fucking clue. It's nonsense. It's gibberish. I hated it. Like, nobody liked the name. (laughs) No one liked the name. (laughs) Okay. Halix is a fictional drug in Mass Effect. I'm going to say maybe someone from Mass Effect was around in the 70s and might have seen that. Maybe, actually. That would be really funny. (laughs) Um, but yeah, it's a yeah, but Halix is such a <laughs> surreal thing because, like, it was a Star Wars band, and this is in the 70s. Disney had nothing to do with Star right. Wars, like, there's literally just a giant fucking Wookiee that plays bass <laughs> and rocks out, and he's like really cool, actually. <laughs> yeah, he was a heartthrob, apparently. <laughs> yeah, like, okay. okay, I'm not, I won't spoil. Oh, I'm gonna, fuck it, I'm gonna spoil. It. <laughs> um, th- apparently, they had fucking like groupies, like little yeah. groupies. What? And like girls that would throw themselves uh, at them. 
At Disney At World? Disney. <laughs> no. Under, no. You don't want those groupies. Mountain. You don't want those groupies. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I highly, highly recommend that documentary. Now that Jirai is here and can vouch for the... Yes, <laughs> I recommend questionable stuff a lot. <laughs> Dry here to actually vouch for that. Yeah, it's actually very, very good and extremely interesting in a way that I just did not anticipate. No, those like I genuinely will always watch documentaries about stuff I don't care about a lot of times, just because there's probably a reason someone made a documentary about it. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, like I love just going down dumb rabbit holes on YouTube. Sometimes literally documentaries about rabbit holes on YouTube. (laughs) What is a rabbit hole? In this episode, we're going to go into a 25 hour event, figuring out why rabbits dig holes. (laughs) Hey, E, close that window over there. Yeah, sure. I forgot Robbie opened that. Um, Yeah. Isn't Robbie supposed to be here? Uh, he'll be on in a while. He had to go and take care of some stuff at his apartment. Uh, okay. So yeah, he'll be on in some point. At some point. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Hopefully. <laughs> there was definitely some stuff he wanted to talk about. So hopefully. All right. So okay. other stuff in my life, I beat Earthbound. I said that on the uh, actual podcast, but in case someone gets to leave, I, I love Earthbound. It's such an amazing game. Really good game. It really good. One of, Probably one of the best RPG. I was surprised, actually. I didn't know if you would have played that one. Yeah, I'm because like everybody liked it so or praised it so much, I should say. That, like, that's the thing. Like <laughs> It's not a genre that I gener- generally like, oh, but if someone, if everyone's like, you need to try this, I'll be like, fucking fine, I'll try it. And then a lot of the times I'm like, okay, this is good, I yeah. guess. God. You didn't like its sequel, though, Undertale. <laughs> Not its sequel. Oh, oh, it's, it's a spiritual yeah, successor. Yeah. It is 100 saying clearly based off of Earthbound. Yeah. What's so I've that? never heard of Earthbound, but I know what Undertale is, and that's a weird little game. Earthbound is a very, very old Japanese game. It was <laughs> on the Super Nintendo. Yeah, and it has like weird release things that never happened in the states. Like, okay, Super so Nintendo it was released in the, state, in the states with the tagline "This game stinks," yeah. and it came with a scratch and sniff of a terrible smelling smell. No <laughs> one bought this game for some crazy reason. Weird reason, I don't know why. It had such great marketing. Uh, have yet to play Earthbound Two. Uh, Mother Three is the sequel quote-unquote to earthbound which is mother 2 if yes. you're not in, if you're <laughs> somewhere else i need to play mother 3 um i have a friend who just loves that game is, and are the fan translations good at this point yeah it's one it's probably the best fan translation okay because <laughs> that's like the game everyone wanted to play right it's just so insane that nintendo just hasn't done anything with it uh yet. It's because I think they just don't think it will sell well. Like they're probably I, right, but like yeah, they are right. Do it. But like do it. you can literally just dump a ROM, right? But also they'll do that, and then it won't be like this fan translation. They'll translate something differently, and everyone will be mad. You're right, but you know, I want to play it legally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's nice to do something legally, <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, Earthbound is so amazing. Uh, there's a weird pop up. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, it's so amazing, and we talked about it on the podcast. It has so many mechanics that honestly should probably be used in any RPG. Yeah, like, like if you're overpowered, just kill the enemy. I don't. 
I don't need to fight it, fight it. Just yeah. tell it to fuck off. Like, just don't have the load time. Just tell the enemy I won and give me, like, minimal experience. Like, yeah. fuck it. Like, that's just every RPG like, needs to have. That's that. another thing that uh, Paper Mario does well, too, is you have the badge where it's just, ah, uh, you win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, Shock Lobster in chat says, uh, I think they figured out some extent. To Weeb. some extent. To some extent, <laughs> weebs are a good cash cow. Or maybe I'm just thinking of Square Enix. <clears throat> Uh, I would say Nintendo's not well. Okay, like Xenoblade Chronicles and stuff are definitely catered to weebs, but Nintendo right. in general is not like super into weebs. Uh, no, I would. They're very much the Disney of video games. I think that's a moniker they've earned at this point. Uh, they they definitely proved that with their Disney Vault they're doing. Yeah, it's very <laughs> frustrating. I don't even have a Switch. I don't even like Sunshine, but like. If I mean, Galaxy. Put, Galaxy is great. Yeah. Worth like, probably. if you're gonna put something out, just fucking put it out. Don't be. This don't be fucking Disney Actually, about this shit. So Sam, I, do you know what we're talking about? No. Okay. Oh, I guess we should. So have yeah. I don't, so um, I don't Disney, keep up with this shit. That's fair. Um, <laughs> Nintendo just announced, literally out of the blue, they're gonna do a bunch of Mario stuff. One of it is a 3D collection of Mario 64, Sunshine, and Galaxy all in one cartridge for the Switch. For the Switch. It is only available until March, both physically what? and digitally. Because they just decided that's when you don't get it anymore. Some people are <laughs> guessing they're gonna like announce the Nintendo sixty four thing for this Nintendo Switch Online, and it'll probably have Mario sixty four. So one <laughs> thing that I saw in little cult group that me and Sam are in is somebody was like, "It's so weird that there are these two annual earnings quarters here that are about to happen when this game launches." And it's only available during these two earnings quarters. Isn't that so strange? <laughs> yeah, that's like literally to the day. Okay, well, yeah. <laughs> but uh, they also announced Mario Battle Royale, which hmm, that's kind of coincidental that they uh, DMCA'd someone who made that. Weird, isn't it? Isn't that weird? <laughs> and something I really want, uh, just a Game & Watch with Mario in it. That's literally all it is, though. Uh, it has a clock. Yeah, that's literally all it is. <laughs> it's a game and watch. And I hope it's not too much, and I hope I can find one, because it'd be really neat to own. Like, honestly, if it's like 20 or $25, I feel like that's not reasonable. No. But it's like, if you're collecting it, that's cool. Right. And if it's like know, 40 bucks, go fuck yourself. Yeah, and it's like, where else am I going to play ball? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ball. The classic <clears throat> game of ball. <laughs> yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's Nintendo. So yeah, it's like a Disney vault, basically. Yeah, they're getting to that annoying Disney point but with yeah. stuff. But yeah, back. I guess back to Earthbound. What else? I also so no, I've never seen any other game use it. Uh, Undertale kind of used it. I love the ticking down health in Earthbound. Yeah, it's cool. It's really helpful. Yeah, and makes it just not like okay, heal. Okay, attack. Okay, heal. It's like wait, I can attack like four times if I time a heal in a good time. Yeah, and it's amazing. And Undertale almost does it. They do it with their like final boss, but I really think it'd be cool because Undertale has like actual health bars. Yeah. And with the final boss, it does like the pleading health bar. Mm -hmm. And I wish it did that the whole time because it is a cool mechanic. It is. Um, Though I understand why more things don't do that mechanic because it's only like (laughs) if everything did it, then. It would it would be it wouldn't it would be weird if everything had that. Yeah. It just doesn't fit into everything. Like I don't think Final Fantasy needs to have <laughs> No, that, no, but no, you're like right. 
Uh, just one of the things that random indie games I play could probably pick up on. <laughs> Although right now it's the Paper Mario nostalgia time. Yeah, people seem to be into Paper Mario big time right now. Yeah. Um, Origami King seem to be doing real well. Yeah, every complaint is that the battle system sucks, but the but rest of the game's good. Very charming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I probably won't pick it up, but maybe if it goes, it's not going on sale. Maybe if I have an extra $60 <laughs> and then also don't want to get Luigi's Mansion, which I still need to play. Oh, it looks good. I'm, I want Pikmin 3 Deluxe. Pikmin 3 was so good on Wii U. See, I never, I only did like two levels. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. It was, I beat that game the day I bought it. I, it was so good. Listen, if maybe I'll play multiplayer with you. Then, <laughs> that's honestly the biggest reason I want to get it is because I think with someone else, I might be more likely to finish. That's fair. It's a, it's a fairly short game. It's like eight hours. Yeah. I think. Well, it depends how good you are. Right, right. That was my issue, actually. I did only two levels, but I also lost like four times because I, I never played Pikmin. Oh, that would. Yeah, there's so a lot of learning. Not, yeah, that was like, what the hell am I doing? Why are all my Pikmin dying? Why can't they go in water? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's basically like an elemental kind of thing, and some can do stuff, some can't, but yeah. Um, Shock Lobster <laughs> says in chat, people go nuts for Mario anything. They tend to be good games, even if they diverge from the platformer standard. Uh, I mean, Paper Mario faltered really hard. Yeah, from what you were saying, it seems like it just went not the right way at all no i still think it's not going a very good way but it's definitely improving <laughs> it seems but like sticker stars garbage i would argue sticker star is just a bad video game i don't think it's a bad paper mario game i think it's a bad video game yeah i i i also think that nintendo has one just straight up bad video game skyward sword uh yeah spoilers. um <laughs> i think nintendo does falter a lot but like mario specifically sticker star uh i haven't played color splash so i can't talk but it looks like it has the same basic fighting as sticker star which is the biggest problem no it's not the biggest problem it's one of the biggest problems with sticker star one of the many um trying to think all the mario uh i i don't think new super mario brothers 2 is very good new super mario oh um the the 3ds one yeah it's about coins it's okay i don't i don't think it's bad i just don't think it's very good especially calling it 2 when i think new super mario brothers just a ds one is honestly one of the best mario games yeah um yeah it's just really solid and it feels tight and just everything does exactly what you want it to do yeah because like i I tried playing like the wii one and the wii u one they just don't feel as good yeah and i don't know why because it's probably the same it just doesn't feel quite as good yeah yeah oh, there's robbie hey robbie entered the live studio he'll probably be in the uh call in here in just a minute um. Yeah, uh, I was looking at what Shaw Claus said. Here, go for the outliers. Yeah, that kind of happens when you. <laughs> but um, yeah. So yeah, New Super Mario Brothers two. Not not a bad game. I just don't think it's very good. Um, Mario Land. Uh, kind of controversial. I think. I don't think it's a very good game. The, the game original Boy? Game Boy one. Yeah, like, no, it's bad. Yeah. Um, it's one of those things. Like, but it's Mario on a Game Boy. So right. Yeah. And like it's another thing where it's it's really bad, especially because like Mario Land Two is also on the Game Boy, right? And that's just that's my favorite Mario game, honestly. Okay, I mean, you know, Odyssey exists, right? I mean, I do. 3D I'm, world. Here's exists. the thing, I I generally do love 2D 
more than 3D regarding Mario. That makes sense. I think Odyssey is really solid, and it's probably... It might be my second favorite. I don't know. I would have to replay Galaxy, honestly. It's my second favorite 3D. Galaxy's my first. Right. Um, And 3D World's definitely... Is he... Is it connecting with him? Oh, yeah. we got to connect Robbie here. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so... 3D... <laughs> yeah, 3D World's definitely solid. Um, I just... Honestly, a lot of the Mario Land 2 is the charm that comes with it. And it's so unlike all the other ones that I really do give it a lot more like benefit of a doubt with some of the questionable stuff. Right, right. Like, um, yeah. Yeah, Shock Lobster. Because Charm will do that. Yeah, yeah, Shock Lobster in chat saying Mario Land was breaking new tech ter- ter- blah, 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 new tech territory for its time. Not much on the OG Game Boy was terribly good. No, it was no. honestly a Tetris machine. Uh, well, Mario Land too. Well, yeah, okay, it's fine, but like, it's there not are, the best Mario. Yeah, I, 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 know, <laughs> okay, I know. No, I know. Before <laughs> its time, yes, Mario Land Two is definitely the best Mario for its time. I would argue. Yeah. I don't know. A lot of people love World. I I can't get into it as much. I like Three. I do too. I. <laughs> I'm one of the weird people who really likes two, like the U.S. Super Mario Brothers two. I know it's not really a Mario game, all that jazz. Yeah, you're broken. I know. <laughs> I just—that's another thing. I think just the charm from it <laughs> gets me a lot because <laughs> it's such a weird game. Yeah, it is that. It is, and that. I think its history is more interesting. Than yeah, that, so that's fair. Uh, a lot of it. I actually played the uh, Game Boy Advance remake, which I think actually fixed a lot of the issues that the original has. Yeah. Okay. I never played that one, but it it, it sounds right. <laughs> right. So, like, it, it added a bunch of neat little stuff, and, you know, you don't have two continues, and then you lose the game forever. Right. That seems good. Uh, but um, it also has the negative of... <laughs> they thought it was a good idea to have voice lines, and it's like any time you jump, it goes what? like, Yeah! <laughs> what? And, like... Woo-hoo! Kinda like, but not in like the good Mario way. In the crusty GBA sound font, like, mm. yeah, <laughs> and like Birdo talks. That's weird too. No, Birdo is Birdo is just supposed to shoot eggs out of its mouth. But also, there's a cool <laughs> thing you could do where you could take the bow off Birdo and then throw that at Birdo. So that's a you know that is better. Uh, what we got? Um. Super Mario World's personal. I think that's fair. I think there's a lot good stuff with Super Mario World. Uh, Shock Lobster said, or Shock Lobster said, Super Mario World was their personal favorite. I think there's a lot there. I think I got spoiled by playing the new ones first, and then like this year, I played Super Mario World for the first time. Oh really? Oh wow! So you came to it real late? Yeah. Huh. That's okay. That maybe explains a little yeah. bit of yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, what Shock Lobster says. I uh, like to the closing credits music with Mario snoring always made me smile. I think the music is super solid in that game too. I but, mean, like that's Mario. Yeah, like... <laughs> like what's the what's the worst Mario music? That's like Super Mario Bros. New Super Mario Bros. Two. <laughs> no, it's definitely Sunshine. Actually, no, the music Sunshine's in Sunshine. Sunshine. What are you talking that's about? The best yeah, Sunshine. <laughs> I was actually gonna say something controversial and say probably one of my favorites is probably Super Mario Sunshine. I think a lot of people have that. Man, um, people are not going to have that opinion after this collection comes out. I don't Unless know. Unless they did a lot of like... <laughs> well, they have to because there's no... there's no. Uh, it's a digital trigger. Right. So they have to figure out how the hell to do that. I bet they'll just use the bumpers. But So like, I... Um, oh, yeah. Go ahead, Sam. I 
I think the last Mario game I played was probably like Paper Mario. And then I just remember Mario 64 before that. <laughs> it's been a while for you, Sam. Yeah, it's been a very long I have a fairly okay. hot take about Mario 64 too. It's bad. Uh, oh, okay. I think the I think that's just a pretty bad. Yeah. I think like the general consensus is that Mario 64 is not a very good game. No, people love Mario 64. Yeah, people like go fucking I don't know. I I feel like a lot of people fucking shit on it all the time. I loved that game. I thought it was free. It doesn't look good. Like I really beat it anymore, a lot but... and played it a lot as a kid, but like I can't touch that game now and it feel happy. I don't. Know. Yeah, <laughs> like I get and sad like when me. I play it. Like, like... yeah, I and actually never got to play Super Mario sixty four. I just watched Dry and Sam play it as a kid, and was never yeah, allowed yeah. to touch the controller when they were playing foreign single player games. <laughs> you don't get the controller, Robbie. Yeah, but uh, like my favorite. Yeah, it was that. Do... <laughs> I was gonna say it was that in Star Fox that like I was never allowed to actually play it. I just watched them play it. Could beat Star Fox, Star like Fox has a multiplayer mode in it. It's not the same. <laughs> it isn't. But... Does it? Uh, yeah. yeah, it does. It's, it's like not... a dog fighting. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. What? But um, weird. Mario sixty four. My favorite thing to do is you play like the first four worlds, then you backwards long jump and go to the end. Uh, you know, all I really need from Mario sixty four is to go down that slide and drop a penguin off a cliff, and I'm good. I don't need the yeah. rest of the game. <laughs> Uh, like what? I just like when they start doing like tiny, huge island and stuff. I'm just out. Like I'm like, yeah, like, this is just not as fun. Yeah, like it feels more like a chore than it feels fun. Yeah, and the game's not supposed to feel that way. No, it's just so like I know you don't like Sonic. It. I think Sonic Adventure has this bad rap for like the first three levels are really fun and the rest of it. That's how I feel about Mario 64 too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's just that era, honestly. Yeah. There... Oh yes, yeah. sunshine. That sounds about right. <laughs> Chuck Lobster says, Sunshine is fine with sufficient hallucinogens. Uh, that does seem like it would make that game a lot better. Wonderful. I've seen like I've seen speedruns and multiple playthroughs through Sunshine. I never played it. I feel like <laughs> listening to people who play it makes it not make me want to play it. But... It's the Skyward sort of Mario's. <laughs> yeah. People are like, yeah, it's not wow. good controls. But it you can like do you can like slide around and that's fun. Yeah, it doesn't. It's not fun, but oh, I have a water nozzle and he's kind of charming. I mean, I guess for me, what it was is I just had the Super Nintendo for the longest time, and whenever I got a GameCube, it was a GameCube that came with Super Mario Sunshine. Yeah. So that was like the only game I had for GameCube for probably about a good four or five months. And going from a Super Nintendo to a GameCube is a huge leap forward. Oh, yeah. So maybe I just yeah. have nostalgia. Yeah, like, honestly, if that's the only thing you have, I could see slogging through it. It's definitely, it feels yeah. like a sequel to 64. Yeah. Um, I don't think that's a good thing, though. <laughs> so, uh, it's never, a sequel I, in the worst way possible. Yeah. Yeah. I never personally had a GameCube, but all I ever got to play on it really was Melee, which is that's good. If you have, if you have yeah. one thing to play, yeah. Um, I don't know. I was always real... Uh, Bond of the Prime, Metroid Prime game. See, here's yeah. the thing. I actually own the trilogy, and I've played 10 minutes of the first one. Yeah, it just it's not for I, you. I want to give it another shot, because I want to like Prime, because I love Metroid, and I love the lore of Metroid. It's just, Prime is real dark it's and real shooter. first-person shooter, yeah, yeah, and I just don't like first-person shooters. <laughs> I would say if you can play with the Wii controls, it's honestly the best way to play that well, game. Well, it's, it's like Wii emulated, so. Yeah, like that's the best yeah. way to play that game, honestly. 
Well, for yeah. some reason, and I was gonna say because, well. yeah, I also have the trilogy on the Wii, and uh, it, yeah, playing the first Prime again with the Wii controls was a little bit jarring. I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah, I can imagine it being like I don't know. Maybe it doesn't work back with the older games very well. I just remember three had them, and it felt really good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, considering three yeah. was made for the Wii, that makes more sense. That it would actually work better. But yeah, going back and like trying to get a game that originally used a controller and getting it to use basically a pointer, it's right. it's different. I heard Pikmin actually did that really well. Yeah, it did. Um, it's it's honestly it feels like Pikmin was always meant to have a pointer though. So like even in the yeah, first that... game when you didn't have it, it felt like it needed it. Mm. Um, Shock Lobster says in chat that Soul Calibur Two was his most placed most played GameCube game. That th- that's fair, honestly. Yeah, that was a good game too. Um, was, really, fighting games for me are probably one of my most played for any <laughs> console. That's fair. That's fair. Um, but yeah, um, Sam. <laughs> yes. talking about games for a long time yeah. here. Have you been watching anything this week? <laughs> <clears throat> um, no, not really. I haven't really been watching anything. I've, I was playing Control, but then they took it off of PS Now, and I'm very sad because oh, I think I was a little yeah, far into it. Super sucks. Why did it yeah, fucking off? sucks. Uh, it oh, got taken off suck. because they just released a new DLC for it uh, with yeah. Alan Wake DLC, and I think they didn't want people to just have PlayStation Plus and then just get the DLC for free hmm. or something. I don't, I don't Which really is know. yeah, that's super shitty because I got it on the Steam store recently because and it, it was the Ultimate Edition, so it has all the DLC and everything else. Right, and it was um, on sale. It's so weird. But I guess like, the main difference, I guess the main difference is I actually bought it instead of you know I had it because of a subscription. Right. Yeah, like I own it on the uh, Epic Game Store because that's I had to get a day one, obviously because Remedy. Um, of course, obviously, obviously, and I beat that game in like a week because it was really fucking good. It's a really good game, um, even with outside <laughs> of the Alan Wake connections that it clearly has. It's still just a really fucking solid game. Um, the Alan Wake DLC came out, and I haven't played it yet, and I sort of hate myself. <laughs> Do you? Um, because you really you want to play it now. Have you beat Control again yet? <laughs> No, that's the other thing that's probably stopping me is I let Sam erase my game so she could play it. <laughs> so I don't have my game anymore. Oh, just let me be. That was like a few weeks before the DLC came yeah. out. Oh, no. Like there wasn't a date for it yet. It was just like later this year. And then like two weeks after she did that, it's like coming out in a week. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, no. Yeah. 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 Just have me be okay. That's clearly my game. Yeah, definitely for you. I'll turn on all the flashlights. <laughs> Like, there are flashlights in the like DLC turn the controls probably. on, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was real depressing. Um, anyway, before I ask you, Robbie, what you've been watching, I have a huge list here, and it shouldn't take it shouldn't take me super long to go through it because I don't think I have much to say about much much of it. But I, oh, have, well, I have okay. something to say about. Much Not go for it. Oh, fine. Yeah. Um, I don't have a huge list either, but like we talked a little bit beforehand about what my list was. Well, but, yeah. I. Uh, we didn't even get to my list. You said you, said you didn't have anything. <laughs> you said you didn't. Yeah, you just said control. control. <laughs> what, what, what else did what you, you want? I didn't watch anything. It better be good, because if you stop me and it's not good. <laughs> Will you let me finish? Will you please let me finish? Okay, I'm done. <laughs> I just feel like, um... 
You really moved uh-huh. past me. Fast. <laughs> yeah, because you said you didn't have anything. You said, no, I haven't watched anything. I played Control. That's it. And then we were moving on. And now suddenly you think you have a bunch of stuff. So... <laughs> Well, I don't have Ryzen. anything else, so you can go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Sam. Thank you. This got so <laughs> This is very much... This is very much Sam. Will you let me finish? Will you please let me finish? Okay, I'm done. I think it's my turn again. Uh... <laughs> I watched the movie, actually. What? I did, actually, for Wait, tomorrow. Wait, did you actually? Oh, you did. Did you watch... Yeah. I'm not going to say anything because yeah, it's for tomorrow. Yeah, I, we're not supposed to know anything about that one yet. <laughs> but I did, in fact, watch something. <laughs> All right, now we can go. All right. So I actually have a whole list of stuff that I watched and started watching. Um, <laughs> finished season two of What We Do in the Shadows. And nice. that was still really fucking good. Like, that show is just That's super funny show. still. Yeah. Is it horror? Goodness. Not really. No, it's, it's like. said it was. Oh, wait, no. It's wait, satire. No, satire. It is a good right? show. Yeah. Um, like it's, it is one hundred percent a comedy. Okay, it is about a documentary crew <laughs> following a group of vampires, and they're familiar. It's it's basically oh, like the Office, but with vampires. I haven't seen the Office. <laughs> it's a bunch of people talking to a camera, and they're vampires. All right, maybe it's, I'll watch you. That sounds. It's actually really funny. Funny. It's pretty funny. funny. It's, yeah, pretty it's, funny. Really, yeah. it's like it's, it's British humor. So. Yeah, it's yeah, like definitely something that I've wanted to watch, but I just don't know where to watch it. Or uh, either that, or I just don't have the streaming services to watch it. Uh, it's on Hulu. If you have Hulu, then it's it's on there. The I do not. Seasons. Oh well, never mind then. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so I watched that. It's still really good. It ends on a giant cliffhanger that was really really dumb and didn't even have a literal cliffhanger. Of course, no. oh. it's like a giant reveal, and all the characters are like so. <laughs> it's really good. It's very all much right. that show. Um, the other thing I watched was uh, I had never watched the newest uh, Les Miserables with oh, yeah, Hugh Jackman the one and Russell Crowe no um, <laughs> Sam seems to have a yeah. negative reaction to this film surprisingly <laughs> yeah. I've seen a lot of people with that so I didn't love it Okay. Um, did you like the old one? Never, I've never seen any adaptation oh, this is the bad. only adaptation I've seen now um so I didn't know just how horribly depressing this was, which I should have known because you know the miserable. That's like, up to your. Yeah. That's up your alley, though. It's not. It's the wrong type of miserable. Oh. It's the wrong sad. It's the wrong sad. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm the one that's into all kinds of misery. Dry has to be a certain kind of misery. <laughs> was it miserable? Was it miserable because it, it was a musical? I There's like musicals. Wrong with musicals. <laughs> musicals are very fun. Um... <laughs> I disagree with the statements that you're making. Also, you didn't like it. <laughs> I also didn't, I didn't love it. I didn't okay, hate it. Okay. The parts that like everybody always complains about online are like Russell Crowe can't sing and like all these things and like there's so much concentration on Anne Hathaway's part. Like everything that I've heard about that movie is the first like 30 minutes of that movie. And then there's still like two more hours of that movie that I knew nothing about. Hmm. And is actually like the good parts of that movie, but also I'm really really sad. Because I know Hugh Jackman can sing. I've seen him sing a lot. I've heard his great singing voice. He is great in The Greatest Showman. He has a great singing voice. He's great in plays. Um, this motherfucker just decided to not show up for singing in this movie. <laughs> like, he just didn't give a shit. I don't know. Like, he sounds 
bad in every scene. Like, he's at the exact wrong pitch every time, the wrong tone. Like, motherfucker phones this shit in. <laughs> like, I can't even believe. I wonder why. And, like, it, it's maybe they like, Maybe the music good. that they showed him... Maybe the music that they showed him was in the wrong key than what they actually used for the movie. I don't know. Here's the thing. Um, the guy who directed this is also the guy who is going to now be known most famously for directing Cats. Oh. Yeah. So he's yeah. done this, and then they're like, here's Cats, motherfucker. And <laughs> that's like, go I'm going to ruin this too. Yeah, actually, uh, <laughs> that's kind of what I understand about Cats. He's the I, Yule Bully of musicals. Except I don't he's know like, what that means. <laughs> except he's like really trying. Which is sad. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, not you. That is sad. this guy. <laughs> um, so yeah, like the thing about this movie is they recorded <laughs> all of the audio on set, um, which means that when they're singing it, they don't have a monitor to know what pitch they're supposed to be in. They don't have earpieces. They are just singing off of memory with audio captured from the set. Okay. Which is like a cool idea. I think right. sometimes so that's like done really well. It's actually musical, theoretically. Yes, um, but the problem with that is um, they're singing it on set with no monitors, and so they can't hear the pitch they're supposed to be hitting, or the tone, or the rhythm. <laughs> and so New Jackman just goes <laughs> for the entire <laughs> movie. A sandwich. But, but it's it's bad. Like the only <laughs> like everybody shits on Russell Crowe for this movie, and I think he did completely fine. Um, like there's a couple scenes that are corny, but I think that that's mostly script wise, okay. not like him, honestly. He's no corn. He's not corny. I think he does that role pretty well. Okay. I fucking hate Hugh Jackman in this movie, which sucks because that's a charming man. I bet that's why he doesn't get the hate. <laughs> Maybe. Um, Anne Hathaway was really good, and she's in it for ten minutes. Oh, <laughs> um, really? Yeah. I kind of like, like I've never seen o- the movie. I don't care. But also, I feel like, like she won an award more. for her performance in this movie. <laughs> she's Best in ten it. minute actress. I'm not kidding. She has like a musical number mm-hmm. and she's done. That's amazing. Uh, And then like, it's not really about Hugh Jackman, but he still has to sing a bunch. Yeah, because he's Hugh Jackman. Right. Um, <laughs> And it becomes about characters that i care way more about <laughs> after that which nobody <laughs> talks about i mean maybe because they can't shit on it and that's not the cool thing it's maybe just everyone like, just didn't <laughs> maybe hey, but like, we talked about it before that. that's kind of where uh i want to say it's almost internet culture at this point to shit oh, yeah. on movies because we did oh, talk about sure. that in another live cast about how you know like cinema sins or uh the angry video game nerd or yeah or any of those guys, like it's basically their job to shit on movies and to find everything wrong that they can with it. And so when they find some a movie that does something super badly, they just focus on that thing that was super bad and like it totally ignore the things that were good about it. Which, once again, like Cinema Sins has a Cinema Wins channel where they talk about everything they liked about those movies too. But that's not nearly as popular as their Cinema Sins because people want to hear them shit on movies basically. So I'm gonna say you said angry video game nerd. Did you mean nostalgia critic? No. Uh, it, no. Angry video game nerd also does uh, movie reviews. He does. Does he now? Yeah. 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 Oh. Um. He actually there. He used to do. This I don't know if he calls Halloween, it that, but yeah, uh, I love that. The 31 was, Days of October it was James stuff. Rolfe. Yeah. Um. And it's just him like being like, "Hey, I love these old movies, and like, here's why, and those were really good, actually." Yeah. Um. Even after I fell yeah. off like the AVGN stuff, his actual him just talking about movies was really fun. 
Um, cause it wasn't hate. It was just love yeah. and like things that he loved even about bad movies. It was really good. Um, but yeah, I think you're right, Robbie. And so like, yeah. And, and the, so they hyper focus on the bad things and that caught, makes it to where people are like, Oh, this must be like the shittiest musical ever. Yeah. Well, and gets like you clicks is <laughs> it does, but like, here's yeah. The thing, and because like, it does give you clicks. Here's the thing. Um, the parts that I really liked about it were parts that were never talked about by anybody online. And like the other people who aren't musically trained were really good. Like actually, like they sung really well and I liked their songs way more. Um, and then I learned that there was one character in it. I forget her name, but she ends up like sacrificing herself in this love triangle thing. Mary. Maybe it's very <laughs> possible. I don't know her name, but she actually plays that same character in the stage play. Um, or she did for, oh. uh, at the, for a, quite some time. Um. So yeah, she was really good too, and like she just fucking nailed that shit to the cross, or the wall, <laughs> or wherever you nail things. <laughs> um, she did great. Um, but yeah, I like didn't hate it, but I bought it, and I think I I don't know if I want to see it again. So that's not great. You're very on the fence about this movie, then. Um, I'm not on the fence. Um, Shock Lobster says. Sass makes better comedy. It's the easiest button to press. I get, it, but I think it really boils down to clicks. <laughs> yeah, it, like, it does because what it is is like it gets to the point where this is now these people's careers, and they're making not only they're making money off it, they're making their living off of it. Therefore, they have to do what's popular, and if shitting on movies is popular, then that's what they have to do so that way they can make their rent payments. And so it is, and it's because it generates the most clicks, like he said. So it's. Almost like they're scared to do it for their. They have, or I guess not scared to do it for their career, but they feel like they have to for their career. I mean, I think people are just drawn to fires mm-hmm. more than they are than like a nice cool stream. Um, yeah, like people see like this movie fucking sucked, and here's my ten hour essay of why. But like someone's like, I really like this movie, and here's my five minute review. People aren't gonna click on next. They're like, oh, he liked it. I don't need to know what he likes because, like, they don't care about what they like because right. they want to know the things. I don't they know. Care. Like, well, I've watched, um, I've watched some videos that like go into like full detail about older classic horror movies. And I mean, there's definitely that out there. Paint, but him, I don't think... paint him in a positive light rather than oh, this is the worst. Isn't this stupid? <laughs> Those are definitely out there, but I think that's the exception not the rule you know uh, right but like, i think even, um even i think most people wouldn't want to sit down and listen to like uh our video essay on <laughs> the history of whatever this franchise or that franchise right. they don't right that they don't care about but it's more of a passion thing it, it's kind of a niche thing mm-hmm. they know what audience they're going for already mm-hmm. yeah um, but yeah, so I'm like, I don't hate it. Um, maybe I'll watch it again. But it's really just genuinely uh, unpleasant to watch. Um, I don't know if that's the feeling that he was going for. Probably, because everything feels gross and dirty. Um, <clears throat> even the cinematography makes me be like, I just don't enjoy looking at this because it's really fast jumps and unpleasant. Um, even songs that I like. Like, there's two songs that I just really, really like but I think I just want to listen to the stage play versions of those and not watch <laughs> this movie for two and a half hours to get those versions. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I just don't like the director. Fair. Uh, I'm eventually going to watch Cats. I don't Why? like any of the music in Cats. I know it's going to be bad, but I just have to know. 
See if you can find the the 4K. initial. Oh. <laughs> oh, the initial no. one with like the, the bad that, CG. The one and... that got patched. Yeah, that's so weird. <laughs> that's if anybody doesn't know, um, Cats was out for about a week and it was unfinished. Uh, there were parts of the CG on the people. What? Missing, like you could see their real hands. Um, there were cat buttholes in that version. Um, <laughs> what? There were some scenes where you could. There was just not CG on characters. They were just still in their green suits. Um, and then a week after it came out, and it was, it was in theaters for a week like that. They uh, they patched it. They just they put out a patch for the movie and fixed it. Um, it's like it's like whenever me and E were telling you about Thief and the Cobbler, but it's like the reverse of the recobbled edition. <laughs> well, it's like yeah, like if you, if instead of they had a rush one, they just like well, you got like half the movie. Cool, or we're putting this half of a movie. Yeah, out. cool, like, or putting was, in the theater. Yeah, it was so obviously unfinished apparently and i wish that that I is seen bizarre that i would have had to watch cats but then i would have had to watch cats um i'm wondering if there's a real cheap 4k version out there because that'd be fun i don't think so probably not um even dvd i mean we're not on the shelf for very long yeah i was gonna say i feel like cats uh is gonna be the movie equivalent of like et the video game we're just gonna find a whole bunch of them in a landfill one of these days like 20 years from now from litter box <laughs> 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 Giant litter box full of cat shit and cats DVDs. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, I hate you today. That's fine. <laughs> His um, puns are on point, though. They are. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's lame. Is um, other things? Let's I... talk about the fighting game for no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I went and bought Club Dread and rewatched that. Uh, Broken Lizards, Club Dread. A, not Judge Dread. Not Judge Dread. Okay. That's a good move. The remake is good, though. Um, just Dread is that one called. Okay. Um, no, Club Dread is a Club Lizards movie uh, spoof on slashers. And it's real, 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 real stupid. Okay. Um, and pays reverence in a lot of ways to slashers as well uh, by making people just dumb as rocks. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Like, the movie literally starts off with people going into the forest to have sex, and then they're like, wait, there's a noise. Let's go over here where it's more private. And they go into a cemetery, and they break a bunch of rocks, and they're like, no, no, we can't just do it here. It's out in the open. Like, oh, what about that tomb over there? Like, yeah, let's have sex in that really creepy tomb. Like, literally, that's what they say. Uh-huh. And then he's like, yeah. yeah, let's smoke weed. Like, okay, and they start getting high, and then another girl shows up with drinks, and they start, like, having sex. And that's how the movie starts. Okay, you're it's not, very, you're not well, selling me on it yet. But here, it's so, playing, like very obvious, like this is the bad choice. Right, but it sounds so over the top. It's extreme. It, it is. Yeah. I think it's that's well, like another thing that happens, another thing that does happen during that scene that Dry had uh, completely skipped over was whenever they're inside of that tomb, the stone door closes on them and they have to open <laughs> it back up and they're looking at each other and the girl goes, Maybe it was just the wind. Yeah, like, it's and a it's a super giant stone, stone door. They had to work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one, that that, it took all three of them to open it. <laughs> it's really good. It's such a <laughs> all right. I don't know. Maybe I'll try it one of these days. Um, it's definitely like a lot of dumb stoner humor and like sex humor in it. But there's Both some really me. clever stuff in there as well. That's really fun. There better be, or else I'm punching you. Um, <laughs> we might get to it eventually. Um, <clears throat> but yeah. There's the, one of my favorite lines is not my favorite lines, but like every horror movie, basically at the end of it, it's like, why'd you do it? And then he spiels about why he did it and gives him all the reasons. 
and the killer starts giving the reasons and he's like he stole my weed and like he's going on for like a minute and you're like oh is this like the actual reason why he went and killed everybody and he's like wait wait no 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 it wasn't because he stole my weed (laughs) right that's it it wasn't the weed thing it was that he was giving the park to somebody else but the weed thing really pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> and it, like, it gets real dedicated into him telling this story about like why he killed everybody was because some guy stole his weed. And then like, it just doesn't do It's really good. It's dumb. It's really okay. dumb. Yeah, I don't know. It sounds 50-50 so far, but... Yeah, there, yeah. I don't know if you'd like it. I feel like you'd, yeah, you'd have like a 50-50 on um, uh, Club Lizard's movies anyways. Like they, did, they also did the Super Trooper movies mm-hmm. and Beer Fest. Which Simon I think Beer Salmon. Fest is probably my favorite. Yeah. A bunch of movies you've never heard of? No. Yeah, it seems like that. <laughs> They're real dumb. Okay, cool. Um, it's real yeah. dumb, but it's real purposeful. Uh, and then I started watching two things on Netflix. Started watching Space Force. Got a few episodes into that. And How, how do you like that? I tried watching that, and I wasn't really into it. Yeah, I don't know. It has a really weird tone from episode to episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, the first episode is kind of dour and serious, and it has, like, a couple of clever jokes in it. And then the second episode is just completely fucking insane. Um, like, to the point to where the entire episode is about getting a monkey to go out into space and fix a satellite. I like this episode. Um, because the commander who's in charge of the Space Force is too stupid to realize, like, the actual way to fix it. And, like, his suggestion is first to try and blow it up. Or like use an explosion to get the pieces back together, um, okay. and like it's that episode so far is my favorite. I watched three episodes of it, and that one was the best one for sure. Monkeys, the one with the monkey. Also, they sent a dog up into. Okay, so here's they sent a monkey and a dog up into space, and they're like, why did you send them up into space? Nobody requisitioned that. And he's like, um, well, POTUS thought that it would be a good idea to send them up to get cute pictures for Twitter. Um, <laughs> they're like, of course, of course, that's why. And then like they're talking to the monkey, and the monkey gets hurled off into space and dies. No. Um, and they're like, okay, what about the dog? Like, what? Yeah. Can the dog put a drill in its mouth and fix that? Like, I I guess we have to try. And so, like, they go to get the dog, and then there's just a big tail that flies up. And they're like, <laughs> oh my god, what, what happened? He's like, the monkey must have eaten the dog. Like, what? Yeah, they were in space for three weeks, and I bet his treats ran out a long time ago. Oh. He definitely ate the dog. He's like, what? Yeah, they uh, monkeys are also known to eat baby monkeys. Like what? Yeah, Google it. And, like a guy in the background Google you're like, what the fuck? Okay. <laughs> um, so like it's really dark and weird and silly. So that episode was really funny. I feel like I wanted it just to be that. <laughs> right, and it's not that at all. Like the next episode gets into budgetary restrictions and becomes like a satire on literal politicians that are in office right now. And that part I really hated. So it's going to be dated in two It's months. dated already. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's, uh... <laughs> so we have been uh, neglecting chat. Oh, <laughs> yes, we so Shock Lobster said that Super Troops was one of their favorite things ever. Yeah. And then Jelly says it's so fucking dry. I assume she's talking about a jam sandwich. Uh, put more jam on the sandwich, <laughs> Jelly. Um, and then Chuck Lobster says Space Force lost me halfway through episode two, but they had a solid burn on the Coast Guard in the first episode. As a USN yeah, as a USN vet, uh, I have to give it to that. 
I have to give them a point for that. Yeah, they also uh, everybody, all the like major generals, mock the Coast Guard and don't let them go to the meetings. I see, because apparently that's a thing. <laughs> uh, from what I hear from army people, not I say this is gonna be um, a goal for all army, but like military. There we go. That's the word. The shooties. The shooties. <laughs> like the, that's just how it is. Like that's I gonna go over well. Wanted to have joke about the navy <laughs> and the navy jokes about the whoever's. Right, and then yeah. I don't even know yeah, where yeah. that goes. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's all very confusing to me. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> that makes me curious, Shocklove. So, did you like the first episode? Like that tone? Is that what you wanted from the show? Because like it sounds like from what it sounds like, I probably would like the second episode and none of the others. Right. Like I haven't watched episode four <laughs> yet, or maybe I, I think I did watch episode four actually. The um, monkey comes back down. No, no monkey. Uh, is on a trajectory to the sun. So monkey's dead. <laughs> Jesus. <Yeah. laughs> like that was really just the best episode because it was super silly out of the ones I watched. Um Shunk Lobster says, I got done with the first episode thinking the show must be a slow burn, really. Um, I don't know. It seems like it's gonna go really, really heavily into political satire. So I'm gonna give it a another shot. The goodwill from episode two is really pushing me along. I'm going to give it a little longer and see what happens. I think there's only like eight episodes of it or something. So even if I watch all of it, it's not going to be that big of a time sink. The episodes aren't super long. Um, I'm going to ask, actually, uh, from what you've seen, is there like an episode where they just convince themselves that they're not actually in space or something? No. Okay. Not that I've seen so far. Because I saw this clip of something that I I don't know if it was from that, but like it was a bunch of idiots being like, this is actually a game show. So they go into the escape pod and just keep killing themselves. Like more people just keep doing that. What? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it was that or if it was something else. I doubt it's this. Yeah. Uh, maybe though. It doesn't seem to care about human life that much. So um... is, like, is the show constantly in space? No, it's not. Oh, in space okay. It's probably not that show. Then. No, 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 no. Okay. No. Uh-huh. Uh, Shock Club says they were undecided, but decided to give it more time. That's fair. Um. Okay, yeah. Jelly says the second I think set the tone for the rest of the season, and uh, second episode of Space Force is what she's talking about. Okay, so like if it keeps with that kind of like really silly stuff, then that's good because I think that that episode was fucking real ridiculous. I'm just, I'm just imagine. I think this really just means that there should be a cartoon about a monkey in space. Yeah, he's gonna eat the babies though. He's gonna eat That's babies fine. and dogs. <laughs> I didn't say it had to be a children's cartoon. Yeah, so, <laughs> so maybe okay. I'll finish that by next week. We'll see. I don't have days off this week, so who knows what I'll just watch during work. It's fine. I, I, I one hundred percent could. <laughs> um, the other thing I watched off a of friend's recommendation is New Girl, um, which I don't know what I think about that I, show yet. <laughs> yeah, I've seen a couple episodes of it, and it's very, like, some jokes they have are pretty funny, and then it's just, like, a lot of nothing happening, and then a really funny joke, and then a lot of nothing happening. Yeah, but... like, it, there's a lot of obnoxious stuff, which I'm not super into, like, the just obnoxious for obnoxious sake things. Um, the main character just doesn't uh, know how to exist at all. Like, just... Like, you're watching a show, Isn't... and she's, like, evaporating in front of your eyes. And it's like, uh, Zoe Is it new, girl? Yeah, so, okay. Yeah, but it's Zoe Deschanel very much not playing normal Zoe Deschanel. Like, she's not being weird, awkward kid. She's being, like, really out there kind of weird. Uh, That's kind of most of that show from what I've seen. I've only seen a handful of episodes, but it was, uh, 
you know, previous roommates that I had that were watching that show. And I just kind of like walked into the living room and like saw a little bit of uh, a couple episodes whenever I went out and saw what they were watching. There's some jokes that land like super fucking hard. And I'm like, okay, I got to keep going with this then. That was really funny. Um, Like in episode two, um, there's a character. She's like trying to get her stuff back from her ex. And he's like really into biking. So he like bikes to the park and he's, she's, he's like, yeah, this new girl that I'm with is like really into biking. Like I like biking. Not enough. Not enough. (laughs) Just really dry and like weird and serious about biking. That was really fun. Um, and like there's just weird random stuff like that. And like one guy is super douchey, so they make him keep putting like if he says a douchey thing, they make him put money into the douche jar. Which is fun. Um Okay. Yeah, I don't know. There's like some it it's sometimes it's charming, sometimes it's too much. It we'll doesn't see. seem like a thing that would be for me. <laughs> that's the one about like the waitress? No, she's a teacher. Oh. That's what that's what I've thought thought he was talking about too but then i was like oh. no the one you're thinking <laughs> but I don't about think that's two girls, i think oh yeah Lord, okay my bad. <laughs> no i that is definitely not my type of show but yeah I was like, no. women in there are that? extremely attractive in a way that i'm uncomfortable with um you broke girls yeah like i don't know why but a, she just has like that nerd a... energy girl on wait which one because i know there's a girl on there i don't know her name or anything but she has like really big boobs and she's that's the one (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know big boobs mackenzie i think that's her name um yeah i I first saw her in um nick and Nora's infinite playlist and then she's a character in the first two movies as well um the ones no one the ones you don't like yeah okay i don't know i get them all confused i get all the cute uh not like the other girl girls confused <laughs> i mean the first thing that i knew her from is uh she was also the daughter on the 40 year old virgin oh she wasn't that huh yeah um also susan chat says the oroville was better than space Force. i think that might be what i was yeah i heard this about, i heard that the orville was a very underrated show yeah people seem to talk about that like it seems like it pays homage or homage i I can never homage. homage to uh, no, Star sh- Trek while still being its own comedy thing, which seems cool if you like Star Trek, I guess. Right. Never seen. I'm not a fan, but you know, uh, Star what, Wars. But is- you're a nerd, so by law you have to like Star Trek. I, I like one of the star things, and <laughs> Star Wars is the one that no, wins because it has the cool laser all or nothing. <laughs> star Wars has cool laser swords. It's nerf or nothing. And it has a giant dog with a crossbow, and so it wins. Aren't you only? Aren't you only allowed to either like Star Wars or Star Trek? No, you I have to like, like every star. Sure, it's one or the other. No, it's every star. It has to be one or the other. There's star like an un- that is? unwritten rule. Star's barely legal. <laughs> star Wars. <laughs> All right, that's enough for this week. I've seen that one. <laughs> okay. Uh... Um, Sue's in chat says the Orville is great after you smoke a bowl or two. A bowl of what? Uh, a ring. <laughs> Um, Orville was basically Family Guy and Galaxy Quest had a great baby. Okay, that maybe sets the tone for what that show is for me, which maybe means it's not for me. Probably not for me either, but yeah. if it's if it has the scene I'm talking about, that scene was pretty funny when I watched it. Yeah, I mean, even... I mean, there was a show, uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, that like, I didn't like at all yeah, it's the first time I tried it. And then like I went back and rewatched it, and I was like, wait, why didn't I like this? This show's fucking amazing. It's because you were dumb. It's hilarious. 
yeah, Brooklyn Nine Nine <laughs> is really, really good. I actually haven't. I, no, I have seen. You showed me the one scene. That one scene. The entire show is like <laughs> that. Great. You would actually like it. I a probably lot. would. <laughs> I'm not really like looking for a long term comedy at the moment. You're not looking for anything like that would chain you down. Yeah, yeah. No, no. <laughs> I'm looking for just like, like a, a nice you know one season, <laughs> a nice little one season hit and quit it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what's wrong with just having fun for a couple nights? Yeah, you know, kind of a one <laughs> aren't usually proud of that but okay <laughs> like, i'm just in and out you know the other big thing is uh watch Mulan. <laughs> um so you paid the 30 dollars to watch that yep um yeah fuck disney yep just gotta get that in there <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um so here's the thing I know E is expecting like a hot take and like a contrarian take here. I'm just curious. I'm just curious. Um, I don't think it's good. Okay. I'm going to say that off so the bat. That it's means not it good. is the worst thing ever devised by mankind. No. So that's good. To know. Um, the thing that I like about it is that it There's has no some. Mushu. That part is good, actually. Um, I didn't like Mushu. What? But Wasn't it... that like the best part in the movie? No, I did not like Mushu. No, the best part is make a man. Which that's oh. the other thing that I suspected from all the previews and was shown to be correct. There are not musical numbers in this movie. It is no. it is not, not at all. It is straight up a Wait, war movie. Did did the Lion King have musical numbers? Like oh, the yeah. had all of them. Really? And more. Yeah. yeah. Huh, I wonder why they chose not to do that. So from what I've heard I, from people, it's still really out there though. Like, what do you mean out there? Like there's just weird stuff that happens during the movie. So here's the thing. Mulan has chi. Um, that makes that basically like means she has superpowers. Yes. I'm not kidding. Yes. Okay. Um, she is more special than everybody else. She has superpowers and she has to hide that she has superpowers. Um, there is a new Weird. character introduced for the live action, which is a witch, but she also has a lot of great chi. And they concentrate on her villain a lot. The other villain's still in there. Uh-huh. Um, and then they just throw her away at the end. And that sucks because she was fucking cool. Um. Anyway, Mulan has to go to war, like in the original, and she pretends to be right. a man, which works better in animation, because uh, she's clearly still a a woman. Uh, it's very <laughs> easy to see that in real people. <laughs> um, uh, and she like the part in the cartoon where it's like, "Man, you stink. You haven't showered in a while." They like keep bringing up how much she stinks because she won't shower with them because she has to get undressed and that right. means they'll see that she has boobs right um because they can't see that obviously right now right like the way she hides that is she literally just wraps leather around her um right to conceal so boobs yeah, yeah so she binds herself yeah like binding yes. um so the thing is that becomes what saves her life that she stinks no, that oh. she wears the leather. Oh, the leather. Why does the villain come in? And is like, ah, oh god. <laughs> so no. he's the villain on this one, and I'm like, oh god, poof, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, they come in for the final fight, and she says, "Want to see my boobs?" And he says, "Not particularly." And then him and it's all over from all there. All the Mongols leave. Then. thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. I actually really miss the music a lot. And I don't even, even like the music yeah, in the... I was, I was gonna say, you? You, you can't say that. at most you thought it was catchy, but not particularly good. Yeah. 
But like, it's a really nice tonal shift for that movie. And the live action is just really, really serious. Um, but the way with that Goku. they basically the way they break it up now is that they have action scenes, which I'll say it's been a really long time since I've watched anything with decent wire foo, and the wire foo is <laughs> okay. It is not Crouching Tiger. Hidden Dragon levels are good, I'll tell you that. Um, It seems like the director wasn't super confident about shooting the action because there's lots and lots of cuts and you never really get a full frame of what's happening. So the one thing you should not do with Kung Fu movies. Right. Um, There's even some really beautiful shots in the fighting, which I think you see them in the trailer. Um, (laughs) There's just like this... They're on like... At the end fight scene, they're on these like... uh, what do you use to build the things you build to build trebuchet? No, like uh, scaffolding. Scaffolding. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I went to trebuchet. <laughs> there are trebuchets though. Um, yes. Yeah, See, when you're building a building, they just like shoot the guys up the top of the building with the trebuchet. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> no, um, we're not. You would die. It'd be fun for a little bit. Uh, it'd be fun right before you went splat into the wall. Yeah. So Goku goes to fight the Mongols and has some wires that you don't get to see. Right, and there's this really cool shot where, like, she flips up from one scaffolding up to another, and the camera, like, spins with her, and it looks really cool. And that's the the best shot in the movie? Oh, no. And that's really near the end. Also, Jet Li's in it. Really? Yeah. Because why not? Uh, He plays, like, the king person or the emperor that she has to protect. Okay. But, like, it's Jet Li, and he's still a badass because he's fucking Jet Li. So they missed the point? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, he does get captured, but it doesn't ever feel like he's captured. Like, he definitely seems <laughs> bored being cuffed to this wall, and you feel like he could just get out pretty easily. And he's like, all right, I'm tired. All right, see you guys. Honestly, that's the look he has on his face. Um, I mean, to be also, fair, he's probably in his 60s at this point, but to also be fair, he's still Jet Li. Yeah, he still looks like a badass, and he still does some really cool stuff in this movie, actually. Um, like, he does some stuff with ribbons that looks really cool and is super unrealistic, but whatever. Um, with the extra five or six months or whatever they had for post-production <laughs> on this, uh, they clearly didn't use that for the CGI budget at all. <laughs> they just said, the movie's done. Uh, oh, five more months? Nah. And no, the movie's was... done. Yeah. Like, so would you say, like, a kid would actually want to watch this movie no. or is it more for like That's the I really adults like that grew up with the animated also no um i don't think this movie oh. for anybody not I'd, even war people huh. honestly even the war stuff in the movie war like it people. doesn't feel completely fleshed out um wow. like there's some cool fight scenes <laughs> in it but it's trying to hold on to the original idea of the cartoon so much that it never fully goes into an adult film and it's trying to be such an adult film that it doesn't give in to the cartoony and childish nature. And it feels like it's at war with itself. All right, that feeling. Yeah, so. How I feel yeah, that almost all of them. <laughs> <laughs> now you understand slightly where I'm coming from. Yeah. With um, like, yeah, it's just, it doesn't feel like it's a movie for anybody, honestly. Wow. It's really such an odd thing. So this is definitely the worst of the live oh, actions. For yeah, you, absolutely. Then. Would you say this is probably one of the worst Disney? Like, not including straight to VHS stuff? No, like, it's a fine film. Okay. Um, It's just not good. Wow. Like, it is definitely a film. And, like, that's it. Like, it's yeah. a film. You never watch it again. No. No, no, no. I would fall asleep. Okay, so I have a question. Some people told me there's a phoenix 
in this movie? Yeah, so like the character that Mushu plays. Oh, that character is in it, but it literally just flies around. So that's not even they didn't even do that. They didn't even actually commit to getting rid of Mushu. Like it doesn't talk. Okay. There's no talking animals in this. It's just it's very grounded in reality and uh, other than that she's Goku. Well yeah, other than that. <laughs> she's other than really she's Goku at, and there's a Phoenix. She's really, really good at kicking projectiles into people's chests. Um yeah, it's very strange. This movie It doesn't know what it wants to be. It feels like. so forgettable. Yeah. It's I was gonna so say weird. It, it, it suffers from trying to do like the remember what it was like with the cartoon, but also this is something new and now it's neither one of them because it's trying to go between the two of them. Yeah, and what sucks is like there are orchestral versions of the songs from the cartoon in it that would play on the parts where the 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 song is supposed to be at. And like those played, I'm like, holy shit, this is a really good orchestral version of this song. But also now I just kinda wish they were singing to this. Right. So you like you just get like like you don't get any of the words though. No words. You just get a very classical Chinese um version of no like seriously they use like classical instruments um and it's orchestral <laughs> and it sounds really good like i would actually listen to these versions of the song but it really really made me wish they were just singing like i just wanted some musical numbers to was, break up you the should see if they like release a lyric version later that would be cool honestly um i don't imagine they will but that would be cool i don't know i almost wonder if there is a more based off the original version somewhere uh, there is actually. There's one from like 2009 that's based off the story of Mulan. That apparently is very good, honestly. Um, it has nothing to do with Disney, well, but as many good things do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so it was. Uh, I don't like the term. It's a mixed bag, but like wow. a mixed bag of flavors I don't really enjoy. <laughs> it's a mixed bag, but it's bean boozled. Yeah, it's like if I went to go and get like a bunch of jelly beans from the candy store and they were all vomit flavored. Like, well, I guess I have a bag of jelly beans still, but they fucking taste like yeah, garbage. You got earwax, vomit, projectile vomit. <laughs> Very different. You know. there yeah. Grass clippings and strawberry. We have once again been neglecting chat while you were talking about that. But honestly, it, it released me this that I was my my thoughts about that movie are not um unfounded because like i know i was i was in the minority about a lot of the disney live action remakes but i think i agreed um, with you with half of those remakes though too i think it was dry it was dry those telling us that we were wrong well here no no like in the grand scheme of everyone those movies oh. made billions of dollars right. and people really people enjoyed would be like oh yeah they're too. fine yeah but eating the beast was the one that people actually talk about um I didn't. I saw a bit of it. I'm like, people okay. seem to really like that, and it made tons of money. That's the only one that I think people actually like genuinely enjoy. The rest right. of them are like, all right, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it was um, honestly what got the whole thing running with the live action was uh, when they did Malefic- Maleficent. Yeah, the retelling. Yeah, the retelling of uh, Sleeping Beauty, not Sleeping Beauty. Uh, no, fuck, it was Sleeping was it? Beauty. Yeah. Oh, Sleeping what? Beauty. Okay, yeah. But yeah, it was through the villain's point of view. Yeah, and that's the one they did the... Well, maybe not anymore. That's the one they actually did work to make a different, interesting story. Yeah. Right. And I'm not like, particularly that big on Maleficent. But I never then, saw it, but I, it seems like it's the one that's the most different. 
But actually, I saw someone say something really interesting. Like, Maleficent made a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Maleficent 2 didn't, though. Right. And I think that really tells to how people view these. Yeah. People yeah. don't actually care about the movies. They just... They want the memories. Right. They want to feel that feeling they did as a kid. Like, no one watched <laughs> Maleficent 2 as a kid because that wasn't a thing. Well, there was Sleeping Beauty 2, probably. But also, nobody watched that. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, to get over to the chat here that we have been ignoring. Sorry about that, guys. Um, Jelly is incredibly shocked there's no songs in it. Um, and Shock Club says, Incredibly oh, Disney joint without singing. Um, and Shock Lobster asks, you never improvised a leather court set out of a bunch of straps as a way of cheating death? Uh, once, but then they told me to leave Walmart, so I couldn't do it again. Um, <laughs> and yeah, uh, the Make a Man Out of You, the orchestral version is like, really good. Like It's almost beautiful, and it almost brings I a might, tear to your I eye. mean, I might look that up, because ge- I know you think they're silly. I generally love Make a Man Out of You. Yeah. That, yeah. Like, I haven't seen the... <laughs> Hey, you want a fun fact with E? I know that because Dragon Ball Z Abridged had a parody of it. <laughs> and also there was a Pokemon parody that was literally just the actual words, but it was a Digimon. It was the cat one pretending to be Meow. Oh, and it was a really good 3D animation. <sighs> the cat's name is Godomon. Godomon. Oh, I should know that. Was just, that was yeah. <laughs> Godomon. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, it was Gatamon pretending to be Meowth, which is kind of funny and clever. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there we go. Of course, that's Tiger. Of course, not that. Mulan. Random internet videos. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> so yeah, make. I do generally love "Make a Man Out of You." I think it's a really fun song, and just great. Yeah, and uh, Suze brings up a good point here: is um, kids don't know who Jet Li is, and you're completely right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that goes to show they're not aiming towards kids for some yeah. reason with this one. Yeah, they're really not aiming towards kids. I argue they're not really aiming towards adults because I think adults are going to be bored with this too. There's not enough substance in there to to push it through. I just it feels yeah. empty. The the even, so empty. There's not yeah. even a solver for it really. Yeah, this isn't this, this isn't even similar. Yeah. Um, and uh, Shock Lobster says my first exposure to Jet Li was renting subtitled Fong Sayuk Kung Fu movies. Maybe a year or two before Lethal Weapon broke him out to the U.S. Um, yeah, uh, Jet Li. I think my my first uh, exposure to him was the one, which is maybe a bad movie, but <laughs> <laughs> I, we liked it as kids. But I think, yeah, seeing it as an adult, it would be so different. Yeah, um, Jelly says I really liked Beauty and the Beast, and that Newer kids old. don't make enough money to buy movies. <laughs> It doesn't matter if the kids don't have the money. It matters if the parents do. But if you have Mulan, this weird version, and I know this doesn't apply nowadays because streaming's everywhere, but mm-hmm. you have weird Mulan, a kid's probably not going to ask for Mulan. Right. And like the thing There's is, no action figure for Mulan. Yeah. Probably. I don't. Maybe they have a weird. There's probably some action figure somewhere. But like, the thing is, this Mulan, like the thing that they need to be really trying to work on with these remakes is make them rewatchable. Right. Which is what the originals were. They were very quick in and out, very short movies, 80 to 90 minutes, um, had musical numbers throughout all of it, kept the energy up. They looked very beautiful. Um, And so it was really easy to rewatch. Be like, okay, let's hear that music again. Oh, let's see that animation again. Mm -hmm. Um, The thing that I think the live actions don't do well is that like, there's no reason to rewatch them almost. I think maybe the one that is probably the best uh, would be Beauty and the Beast because the music is still good. The songs are still yeah. good. 
Um, and then Lion King, if you want to watch an inferior version, I guess. Lion King, if you want to see some cute CG cubs. Which... Or you can look at the <laughs> or you can classic Google... one, and that just has better paintings of but, everything. But again, I've said this a lot about cat-based media. If you want to see cute cubs, <laughs> just go to YouTube and Google <laughs> cute cubs. Do you yeah, think that will still apply when you watch cats? <laughs> no, I think that might ruin Pat for me actually for a little while. <laughs> well, you get to see Gandalf in the gray, and he's a cat. Yeah, you sure do get to see a lot of things, I bet. But yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, so... they're just not rewatchable. They're especially Mulan. Like, I there's nothing I want to see in this movie again. Even shots that I liked, like, I just don't need it. I don't <clears> ever need to see it again. No, you can watch a different movie that yes. probably has a similar one. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Uh, Cat-based media is just called the internet. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Doc Lobster, thank you. That's true. (laughs) Uh, I I don't know how true... I really hope this is going to be starting to be the downfall of the live-action Disney remake. I just wish they did them better. Honestly, I think that's just an inherent flaw with remaking something like the Disney movies. Yeah. What do you do with Mulan? Apparently you do this, and this didn't work. Which, like, I was all on board for this, actually. Like, you were. I, was, I was ready to go in and really enjoy this, because I thought, like, cool, war movie, like, uh, some wire foo, that sounds fun. But, like, it just, it wasn't done right. But, like, even with the, like, I think you start losing Mulan at a point, even with mm. war movie. Right, right, yeah. And then, like, Lilo and Stitch is one I worry about a lot, because I don't, one, I don't think they're gonna, the animation of Lilo and Stitch is amazing. Yeah. I'm just... There's like, a certain frantic nature to it that I don't think you're going to be able to replicate in live action. And it was in the perfect time to get that style. Mm-hmm. I think 10 years earlier, 10 years later, it would not... Well, 10 years later would have been CG. It would not <laughs> have looked nearly as good. Right. And I think there's so much of that's going to be lost on this theoretical remake. Yeah. Well, it's coming out no matter what. It's going to happen. As long as these things make money. And I'm just so like, yeah. <clears throat> Lilo and Stitch has such a good story with it. Mm-hmm. You either just do that story, but you have this weird 3D, gross Stitch, and also you probably try to make it more realistic for some god forsaken reason. I don't right. Like I can't. This is literally the one you can't make more realistic. It's about aliens coming to Earth. Right, and if they make it more realistic, then it's not going to be charming. Right. It loses the charm factor, yeah. which is a. Lot it's not going to have that. Yeah, because it's not going to have that cuteness, like that cute ugliness that uh, Stitch has. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And a big thing. So, like, it'll probably just end up creepy, like yeah. Sonic with the yeah. Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> but like, so something about Lilo and Stitch is it's really a story about two sisters that happens to involve aliens. Yeah. You're and right. I think that's going to get really lost. Yeah, I think they'll concentrate on big fights and stuff like that before they concentrate on the family value part. That that final sequence when they're in the they're when uh, Lilo's captured in that spaceship, that's going to probably be like thirty minutes of the movie. Oh, for sure. That's the other thing that I actually agree with you. I do not like that they're doing in the live action. They just add twenty minutes to it, and it super doesn't need that. It kills the pace of the movie. It's um, like these are actually well-made movies to start off with yes. regarding structure, <laughs> and they're dumb. <laughs> yeah, like adding 20 more minutes to Mulan is so fucking unnecessary. What did they even use that time for? It doesn't sound like anything. A fight scene, probably. They just make scenes longer. Like, that's it. They just make the scenes that are there longer. They added 20 minutes of people saying Mulan stinks. 
there, there's a lot of scenes of telling Mulan she stinks. It's so weird. Uh, Why focus on that? So that they could justify when she goes to take a bath in the river, which they cover up the nudity very strangely. Is it just smoke everywhere? Is it anime where it's like... <laughs> no, it's just like just leaves like really in the way? Well, yes, literally. There's really well-placed <laughs> literally leaves. Literally just leaves in the way. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. There's very well-placed leaves in the way. We don't see her ass and tits. Like, they did it. anime. They yeah, did they anime. animated it up. Yeah. They just fucking went all anime. That's so weird. Cause like, like, I haven't seen Mulan that much, but like, that's a fairly big scene in the other one because you're like worried that she's going to get caught right? right and like that's a big group scene in the original it's right. just one other person there in, in this. this one it's just <clears> the <throat> one person weird. that like she kind of has a crush on what kind of doesn't um and <laughs> that's all it is is him there and she like shrugs him off and that's it that's so weird. also i forget did they get rid of the like the general guy like her quote-unquote love interest in the original is he a character he's a character okay yeah does it have weird like gay undertones in the new one Mm, uh, not really <laughs> i think i would like there to be because like that's something funny about the original is like he cl- he doesn't know that mulan's a girl so it's like these weird like mm. and it like it's but with a guy i mean there's <laughs> it's like what we were talking about earlier with that thing you read about how like oh yeah so i was stuck in quarantine with my roommate and turns out we're both gay that we found out the hard way <laughs> right. that's mulan one no that's terrible <laughs> <laughs> um no like the closest they come to like actually i would say this movie has a bad case of the not gays um like i'm not even kidding like every time that like there's some like very weird like hey guys like all sleeping in the same tent like the next scene is like what do you think is attractive about women um coincidence that this probably is very much marketed towards the chinese it very much is actually uh there's a big controversy going around about that actually and a lot of people asking to boycott because the main actress who plays mulan is in heavy support of the uh police force at hong kong um and Mm -hmm. not of uh not the hong kong people uh not she's not in support of democracy basically right and so a lot of people are asking for people to uh boycott this movie to show to not show her support um, that might be a slight hit, honestly, to this movie. It, yeah, I don't know how well this movie's gonna do. I would, I feel like I would be shocked if it does really well. Probably not. Hey, maybe Disney will be like, I oh, guess we can't charge thirty dollars to stream a fucking movie." Right, now. and that's the other thing is, before this came out, they even came out and said, "Like, hey, but don't worry, in December we're just putting it up for everybody." <laughs> so it's literally you're basically yeah. buying an early ticket to it. Nice. Uh, yeah. Just checking this more. Um. Shock Lobster in chat says Disney just retreading old cartoons ought to end. They need to just do something new, adventurous, but it's about making money anymore. And they know retreads will at least pay for themselves. Right. And that's like my biggest complaint. I really that's why I'm saying I really hope this starts to like financially not make sense. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really hope this starts it and Lilo and Stitch ends it. That is my hope. I hope they at least get it to Hunchback and Notre Dame because I think the darker tone for Hunchback would be really good. Hunter X pretty dark. Exactly. Yeah, I was gonna I say to go if Disney's willing to, ch- yeah, if if Disney's willing to get that dark, which I don't think they I are. Don't think, I think they're way too safe nowadays. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe. and it's one of those things too. Like, I was gonna say about the live action, but I didn't want to interrupt you guys is the first live-action movie that I saw that Disney did, which is probably one of the reasons why I've been very against it since the beginning, was the Cinderella live-action that they did. Right. Which, yeah, I and... I that exists. 
every <laughs> yeah there's a reason why people forget that exists because that one didn't okay. do very well but Maleficent okay, it... did is wait which one did you say Cinderella, Cinderella. um yeah did that have Hillary Duff in it no there was a version uh, of that came out with Hillary Duff was it Ashley T okay yeah that was different that that was different this was like this is very much the same like it was a retelling of the cartoon but with live action so like the mice are there, but they don't talk. They're just CG mice. And like the extra 20 <laughs> minutes that they put into the movie. No, I'm serious. And like the extra 20 minutes that they put into the movie was uh, the prince having his like uh, discussion with his advisory saying like, you can't marry a commoner. Marrying a commoner is bad. And him saying, but I love her. And like that whole back and forth. Like that's the 20 minutes that they put into that. Uh. <laughs> Which Cinderella is, has always been funny to me because he like falls in love with her. But doesn't actually remember what she looks like at all. Yeah. Don't be okay? I relate to. No, I don't relate really to. True, I forgot. Yeah, I think it's pretty clear that the princess has a foot fetish. <laughs> that is also possible. Listen, guys, you guys need to watch the third one with time travel. It really goes into the princess character. <laughs> <laughs> you have to see them jump off the stairs, okay? That is a real movie that exists. It is. <laughs> uh, many people say it's actually one of the better of the Disney <laughs> straight to VHS movies. <laughs> Not saying much. Yeah. Um, yeah, Chuck Lofton says he wasn't even aware they uh, redid No one remembers. They did. Yeah. The reason why no one remembers it is because it did not do well. So was it, it was straight Was it straight to. Uh, DVD or whatever. No, that no. Uh, that yeah, I went to theaters in, because right? a girl I was dating at the time really wanted to see the live action version of that, and so I went. And, <laughs> uh, I paid however much money I paid for two tickets for us to go watch that movie. Twenty two dollars. Is that one of your biggest regrets <laughs> in life? <laughs> well, I don't know about one of my biggest. <laughs> the movie no the woman ooh. <laughs> well okay so here's the thing about the the live action cinderella movie the person that they got to play the prince is also the same guy that they got to play rob stark and so they had the same character in two different uh, medieval stories marrying a commoner and his advisor is telling him not to and one of them it yeah in one of them he gets all right in one of them he puts a glass slipper on a girl's foot and gets married and the other one he dies <laughs> yeah, it was a really bold take for Cinderella, honestly. Yeah, just to kill him off like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, that, that. But that's all I could think of whenever I was watching this is Rob Stark has made this mistake before. Just, that's all I can think watching that stupid movie. It just makes me like there, there's like an alternate universe where Melissa, Maleficent also didn't do that good, so they gave up. Right. And that sounds like an amazing oh, universe because then they probably had to actually make new and original stuff. <laughs> and yeah. maybe they didn't buy Marvel. Who knows? Which, <laughs> yeah. This is a weird. Actually, I think they already had Marvel by that time. I don't know when Maleficent came out. Twenty eleven. I don't know. <clears throat> yeah. Do you want me to Google it? Men, yes, please. Pretty sure they had Marvel by then. Um, Shock Lobster says, speaking of what the fuck choices to do to do over movies, the Star Wars Holiday Special is going to get the Lego Movie treatment, which will be interesting. That's Lego weird. Wars? <laughs> yeah, but the Holiday Special specifically. Like it's gonna be the same. Plot. The one with Chewie. Yeah, like exactly the same. I, I don't know, Shock Lobster. What's the deal with that? Let. Uh... I don't know, like the Lego Star Wars games are pretty good if it's based off like that kind of humor. Yeah, that's a weird thing to remake. 
is all. Mm-hmm. I mean, at this point, this fuck is it. But... Everything. Yeah. Yeah. So Maleficent came out in 2014 and made a shocking amount of money in the box office. Uh, yeah, so. yeah, they already had Marvel at that point. Yeah. All right. But it was make, like had none of the princesses remade. <laughs> Wreck-It Ralph 2 well, never came out. <laughs> here's the thing, though. Maleficent made like Avengers style of money. Wow. That's not like almost. I guess I should say Avengers uh, amount, but like Marvel amount of money, because like the budget for that movie, it says was between 180 million and 263 million dollars for it. There's a lot yep. of like CG scenes in that. To be fair, holy fuck though, yeah. it's fucking Maleficent. That's a yeah, huge but she bet. fucking flies around. <laughs> that is such a fucking huge bet. Right. How but the make? box up in the box office, it made 758 million dollars. Wow. That yeah, that's, very well. that's Marvel. Yeah, that's Marvel money that they made off of yeah, Maleficent. One of the best doing, I think. Like, I think Lion King probably beat it at this point, but. Yeah, the Lion King did like a yeah. million or something like that. Unfortunately. It did but... close. I think it did like 950 million, if I remember correctly, without Googling it. And uh, Shock Lobster says that the uh, remake of the Disney, of the Star Wars special with Legos is uh, going to be on Disney Plus exclusive. So there's that, I guess. Neat. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know. Like, um, there's a lot of reasons why I have issues with the live action remakes. And I think part of it is because, like, they're just treading onto old territory and they're trying to reinvent the wheel with something that was already good enough. Right. I think most remakes and, honestly suck because they're just, they don't have anything original to say. Yeah. And if you're going to remake yeah. something, fucking remake it. Don't just do the same thing again. Mm-hmm. I forget exactly I this podcast. I honestly think we should look more into remaking bad or mediocre things. Yes. Yeah. But right. Like, like something that actually has a decent uh, storyline behind it or has a decent lore behind it, but they just kind of drop the ball with the movie. <clears throat> yeah. Or like maybe it was something that would have been, would have done better um, in a later time where they could, you know, do different um, effects or, you right. know, stuff like that. I agree. So what I'm saying is they need to redo the film adaptation of Double Dragon. I think it's finally time. <laughs> yeah. We need to get Billy and Jimmy back on the board here. Their games uh-huh. don't even feature them anymore. It features their not girlfriends. <laughs> That's fair too. <laughs> I think they did make Double Dragon 4 remaster or something crazy. Yeah, I think you're right. Ago. Neon. Shelly says fuck you. <laughs> No, fuck she says yes. fuck yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, one is one is yeah. One is saying like this is a terrible idea. Don't do it. The other one is saying yes all the way. Yes. Uh, Shock lover uh, says give the Super Mario Brothers movie another go. Technically, they are. There, there's the Mario Brothers movie being made by Illumination. Uh... I don't think it's gonna be good. I'm. I don't know why Nintendo <laughs> gave them the rights. I mean, if they look at money. Minions does fucking amazing. <laughs> I guess, but like that's yeah. like Nintendo's really protective about their IPs. Like they wouldn't give they are. Like, the rights to a Legend of Zelda show. Right, yeah. I don't know. Well keep in mind that they did a Legend of Zelda cartoon back in the eighties and it was terrible. Yeah, but Awful. people like that. <laughs> they like yeah. it for the memes. Like no, ironic. Generally <laughs> of, 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 no, I think they like it for I no, I think they look back at it and they like to make fun of it. Like the whole, hey, 
Excuse me, princess, was apparently a thing that happened every single <laughs> episode. Right as he said that. <laughs> if thing. I could give you points in this chat, I would give you so much. <laughs> like, like, no, like some people, I I have talked to people. A lot, there are people who have genuine like it's nostalgia, obviously, but like some people genuinely just like that show as well as the uh, Super Mario Brothers cartoon. I think that was a bit higher quality, but uh, yeah, they're not uh, good. A <laughs> friend fun. that I used to work with, like, genuinely loves the Mario Bros. cartoon. Like, I don't know why. It's because it has the Star huh. Wars episode where they're like, "Pass the power." I'm not joking. <laughs> so that's a, that was their finale. It was yes. a Star Wars episode for some godforsaken reason. Everything has to have a Star Wars episode. Yeah. To be fair. <laughs> oh, that cartoon was bad. No, I and just like I every single anime needs a beach episode. You know, there's the episode where they meet George Washington and take back the... Co- I'm not joking. <laughs> what? There's an episode of the Super Mario where they meet George Washington. And Bowser freezes them in ice, but luckily Mario can move in the ice and goes on the oven. And All they right. take back the country. All right, you know what? This show's pretty good. We need to bring it back. Uh... <laughs> I think they gave, like, no shits on that show, honestly. It also had the live-action section, which, which has Louis, Louis Albano. He was a wrestler. I don't know. It always felt like the dude was about to like have sex with somebody. Maybe, but it was weird. I like that wrestler. So what? I like <laughs> <laughs> what about the episode where the Sifu comes and just, what? Yeah, weird. And like Mario's gonna get pounded by a guy, what? not sexually. <laughs> <laughs> and the not sexually, just, but totally sexually. Guy's like, okay, let me. But sexually it. in a kid-friendly way. Mario's not no, here. No. Like, yep, the trick is just to make your voice sound echoey. What? And that's how you get rid of boys. Cool. That's a good lesson. <laughs> the real lesson, though, is uh, if you do drugs, you go to hell before you die. Yeah, I remember Ooh, seeing that. that. You go to hell before <laughs> you die? Mario yeah. seems fun. Yeah. <laughs> Mario said that, so you know. Yeah, the action, it was a live action Mario of a guy saying that. Yeah. Wow. Um. Huh. Yeah. So anyway, um, last thing. Oh, Mulan wasn't last. Sorry, <laughs> it was. It wasn't the last, actually. Um. No, he wanted to go uh, or through that train wreck before he asked me what oh, I've been yeah, watching. Yeah, <laughs> Robbie. Yeah. No, don't worry, Robbie. It's only gonna take a minute. Okay. Um, just give me a little long. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> um. Last little thing I want to say is, uh, Marvel's Avengers is really, 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 really fun. And it, oh, the game. Yeah. Um, and it actually, uh, I think, is handles a lot of things very seriously and very well. Um, I really love Bruce Banner and Kamala on there. They have a weird, like, stepfather, stepdaughter, like, vibes in a way that I'm, I love. It's really good, and they're awkward, and they don't um, know how to talk to each other. she the smart person from Black Panther? No, she is uh, Ms. Marvel, Kamala. Oh, oh the new person. Well, she's not new, but yeah. The well, new to the this right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're starting to push her a lot more, um, which is awesome. So wait, so there's Miss Marvel and then Captain Marvel. They're different people. Yep, different. Okay, yeah. Is Miss Marvel just <laughs> diet Captain Marvel? No, Miss Marvel stretchy. Okay, stretchy. Elastigirl. Yeah, basically. Okay, <laughs> I'm on board. Now. <laughs> she's real cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just really like the story. It's handled really well and serious when it needs to be serious and it still has a really nice funny undertone to it that i'm i'm all in for and i honestly like the beat-em-up gameplay a whole lot and then the um, thing that shock lobster is saying is 
what we were talking about off camera or off uh, the podcast uh, off the with the microtransaction with controversy. Says, yeah. How do you feel about the microtransaction controversy? Um, <clears throat> I don't know. It's a double edged sword. Um, I think that the fact that they have so many available to you really sucks. Um, and definitely for a lot of kids, I think it's going to be a temptation that they're going to not be able to avoid. And it's going to end up with a lot of charges on daddy's credit card. Um, That's their fault. Don't put your credit card on a PS4. I, I agree. That's, yeah. Um, but <laughs> no, then the other thing is that you can get everything for free. Everything will be released for free. Missions, characters, yada, yada, yada. Um, the way that you can unlock those might take a really long time. Years. Not quite, but like too long. Like way too long, uh, in a way that which is also a thing inconvenient to do it all for free. Yeah, which is also a big thing with like uh, EA's Battlefront Two, because they're saying in order to like possibly, if everything goes according to plan, the way that you can lock or unlock it without having to spend money on it would be a minimum of like a hundred. It was either forty hours or one hundred and sixty hours. I can't yeah. remember how much it was. It was an insane amount of time you had to put in there to pop, to just have the uh, possibility to unlock certain characters, and it was like per character. Yeah, to be fair, they fixed that. Eventually. Yeah, like... um, they did, but it was only because of crowds' outrage that they fixed it. Right, and possible and being, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that too. But other than the legal stuff, they <laughs> fixed it. They did eventually do it. Um, it was bad there. It's not as bad here. Um, it's it's just straight up not as bad here. Um. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I don't know. It it could be handled better, but ultimately the fact that you can get stuff for free, I think, alleviates some yeah, of the pain. And it's just cosmetics, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's cosmetics is the things they're charging for, so it's fine. Yeah. So I'm not like obviously in a perfect world, you would pay for a game, you get everything, but there's this thing called capitalism, and as <laughs> the game industry progressively has to make more and more large games, there's the unfortunate fact that. It is becoming less and less lucrative to actually make video games. Yeah, it's it's well, it's to be fair, it's still lucrative. Like, the, um, oh, it depends. <laughs> you gotta have a well, like one money. good example. One good example of that is Activision's CEO is considered to be one of the most overpaid CEOs in any business. On top yep. of being an already billionaire, he gets paid a minimum of fourteen million dollars a year, while most of his uh, employees make damn near nothing. Yeah, I mean that's the games industry. That's definitely a problem that needs to be fixed. Yeah, um, it needs Which to be higher think... wages and unionized. Yeah, but yeah, um, I, I totally agree with that. There is the unfortunate fact that because of indie devs, unionization is going to be weird. <laughs> because how do you pay the worker like the wages that a large company needs to pay right. when you are four people in a shed? Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the other problem. Um. It makes it to where the big corporate things, uh, people will be treated better, but the little guy is never going to really grow. Yeah, because um, like indie devs already get the short end of the stick, right? Especially when people don't <clears throat> even want to play indie games. And there's so few that actually do get that hit that changes their lives. Um, out of every, out of all the games that are submitted every day, there's what one a month that maybe hits it big. Yeah, like this, like Fall Guys is now. Well, right. before that was Celeste, basically. Basically, yeah. Basically. That's a huge gap. Yeah, and I, there were thousands of games released between those two. Thousands and thousands. Yeah, um, yeah. It's it's uh, it. If you make it big, like it, it's a weird bet. If you make it big in indie, like you fucking, you're done for the rest of life. You like yeah. made it. Um, then you can actually make video games for the rest of your life, right? But if you don't ever have that big hit, like 
it's just a hobby. Like you can't, yeah. it's you. It can't be a job because you can't make the money off of it if you don't have that hit. I've seen so many games like fall through the weight, fall through the cracks because they just didn't make it big. Yeah. And despite the fact that they are such quality games, people just didn't play them, and that's the unfortunate fact of life: is yeah. you can do everything right and still lose. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you, can make, you can make a great game with amazing graphics and still just <clears throat> not get it. Yeah. Very well, and that's one of like, those things too. Like, go on. Nope, you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was just gonna. The only thing I was gonna say is there actually were a couple, in my opinion, amazing indie games that I've either told Dryer about or actually showed him, which I thought they were fantastic. And a lot of them were like a single person made this game kind of games too that turned out amazing. But not a lot of people really know about them. Like uh, the one that I talk about the most is Masakisia. Like, I think that game did a really good job with everything that they did. Like it has, it, it's a very dark story, but it's a very good one, but it's only like an hour and a half long. And not a lot of people have heard of that game, even though it's really good. And it broke the fourth wall. And one of my favorite ways a game has ever break, broken the fourth wall or paratopic is another one of them. That game was a seriously like what the fuck, like a huge mind fuck. And once again, almost no one has heard of that game, even though it was like another amazing little indie game. Yeah. Um, and as the indie guy drives had me tell him about like a, a different game every <laughs> yeah, week, basically. basically. Pretty much, yeah. Um, but yeah, that that's that's what I've been watching. Yeah, you know, a little uh, quick five minute summary. Chat stuff. <laughs> keep up on. Uh, Shot Lobster <clears throat> says Kodak is basically Baron Harkiman. Um, I don't know what that means, but I'll yeah yeah. <laughs> no, Fuck that guy, right? <laughs> no idea. Or wow, that guy's great, right? One of those two. <laughs> <laughs> and or whoa, big shock twist. Oh, okay. <laughs> a good guy. Then? <laughs> Sorry, um, there is a gap in my knowledge of stuff. It starts um, when I wasn't existing and ends when I was twenty. Yeah, there's also a big gap in my knowledge of stuff. And uh, it's mostly Dune, actually. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. It's Dune Jesus. It's the Dune Jesus in particular. Hey, uh, you want to get... I guess while Shogloffster sorts that out with us, uh, Robbie, you want to start with your week in entertainment? Yeah, what you watch? Yeah, so um, I started watching Golden Boy, out of all things, which I know that mostly from... No, that's an anime. Um, oh. It's, Maybe I know that. Actually. How dare you get confused, E? I know. <laughs> e out of all people. Well, this is actually an anime I don't think that he would like. Uh, but it's about it is... sex with a golden horse. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thanks all for putting right. that image in E's mind. You're no. Um, so Golden Boy is actually about this 25-year-old guy who is like riding his bike around are all around japan to learn more about life and it turns out that he's like he puts this front that he's kind of a dumb person and so like he doesn't seem like he's all that smart but it turns out he's actually a prodigy and so like everything that he learns he gets really good at but it's kind of that journey of him getting better at all of it it's it's a dumb comedy anime is what it really is Okay, Robin, and, uh, you said you didn't think I would like it. You sold me on this, like, almost immediately. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm telling you the things that are going to sell you on it, and then I'm going to tell you the oh, one okay. thing that's going to take E out of it. But, like, uh, another thing that they do is, like, because 
because he acts really dumb half the time, they did a really good job with like animes like over exaggerating the emotions on the face, and it's really funny to watch that. However, the reason why I don't think E would like it is because like for example, the very first episode, he gets hit by a car and it happens to be a Ferrari. And the woman who gets out of the car is like this in his mind, a super beautiful woman who's wearing like a skin tight singlet suit that leaves literally nothing to the imagination. Like you can see the outlines of her nipples through this Mm -hmm. suit and her camel toe. Mm -hmm. And she like drops, she drops like a hundred thousand dollars on his head and says, don't tell anybody that I hit you with my car and then drives away with it. And then he goes like work for her business. So that way he could basically ogle at her. So he's a giant pervert throughout all of it. But you lost me. Sorry. I told you (laughs) he's a giant pervert, but it does it in a way that's actually really, in my opinion, it was really funny. Like, the meme that I originally saw that got me to start watching the show is there's an episode where he like thinks that the owner of this um of this Olympic size swim or the swimming class place basically uh he thinks that she's really pretty and he wants to ogle her and so he tells her that he's gonna work there so that way he could be a swimming instructor. Wait, and whenever they go to like going is this entire show about him getting jobs where he can stare at women? Kinda, but also so that. <laughs> But also so that way he can like learn more about life because like a good example, like in that first episode, whenever he's working for that IT firm, he accidentally uh, erases their entire program whenever he decides to unplug their server to save power and then ends up rewriting the entire program in three weeks and does it better than them because he learned how to rewrite the program by asking questions about it uh, while he was working there. Right, but for so three it's weeks like, they didn't have a program and probably went bankrupt. <laughs> <laughs> No, apparently, so, you know, like, it was the secretary a... that wore very tight jeans. <laughs> oh, no, no. It was the owner of the company that was wearing very tight jeans that he was ogling at. Oh, like, my God. In that episode, yeah. like, uh, t- to give an example of, like, how perverted it gets is, like, at one point in time when she's scalding him about <laughs> wait, basically wait, wiping the program off the server. <laughs> we didn't no, this is more of an example. example. <laughs> okay. This is the example for me that made me feel uncomfortable. Put it that way. Oh. Um, like when she's scalding him for erasing basically the entire program and then like basically losing this customer because of him. And like, if they don't get this out in a couple of weeks and they're going to be done as a business, she goes to spit on him and he opens up his mouth to catch it. And then she starts stomping oh, his head into the ground. That's what yeah. that's from, huh? Huh. <laughs> Can I say being an anime fan sucks a lot of times because you get cool sounding <laughs> stuff like that. Like it's guy biking around the world to learn everything. And it's fucking just fan service. Like, but it, come yeah. on. But it's peppered, know, it's peppered right? with a bunch like, of perverted fan service. Like, who can but... imagine? Robbie, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's just like an anime about uh, objectifying women. Well, when you put it like that, not really. So not really, but it's not about not... objectifying women, but it's definitely a part of it. Oh. Oh yeah, okay. you're not. You're not doing. I'm sure. I'm sure. No, I'm probably not doing a very good job. Another way. Listen, Sam. It's not just an anime about objectifying women. It's just <laughs> one of the anime. <laughs> but no, like the thing that I saw that originally wanted me to start watching it is that episode where he's trying to become a swimming instructor. When he does his test, his swimming test to become an instructor, like it shows him like diving into the pool, and it's like all very seriously done and then when it shows him trying to swim uh to make his laps to show that he's an adequate swimmer it basically looks like he's drowning the entire time when he's going across the water and him and then making like the (laughs) (laughs) 
kind of sounds while he's trying to swim. And then as soon as he gets to the other side, but just barely, he turns and looks at them all seriously and goes, so how did you like my swimming? I know this. I know this scene, and I'm sad that it's Ugh. apparently from that anime because it's yeah. really funny, honestly. Well, the thing, of, yeah, and the thing about it is, I was hoping like there is a lot of humor like that in there, but it's there's a lot of objectifying women that's peppered into it. Like the very first episode, I was gonna watch my lunch break at work, and then realized I can't watch this here. You know, all great media. It's, you know, it's pretty good. Sometimes it objectifies women, but besides that. Uh. <laughs> that sounds about right. Actually, that does sound yeah. about right. I mean, huh. that's, I mean, that's a lot I'm of looking, media in the 90s. Wait, Sam? I'm looking at um, images on Google, and there's a lot of uh, women wearing very scantily clad just pieces of fabric that like barely cover, cover like nips. Robbie, <laughs> in like an office environment or something like that. Yeah, I just read the thing saying to... <laughs> Oh my yeah, yeah. There, there's definitely images like that peppered in. <laughs> and then oh. I see another image that looks uh, very questionable and young. <laughs> yes, oh. that's a fan. Um, <laughs> which is never. Hey, Robbie, what else have you watched? <laughs> 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 yeah. The anime fan sucks. Yeah, every now and again, it's this, huh? Even, like, my favorite anime that I showed dry, there's just an episode I just don't like about it because it has nothing to do with anything and it's just them at a pool. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Like, that never comes back up. That never yeah. left anything. It's them at a pool. Yeah, that's point. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, what else you watch? But, Bobby? yeah. Uh, there's been a lot of video essays because, once again, whenever I'm at work, I'll just, like, listen to video essays because it's something I can just listen to without actually having to watch it. Uh, the big one that I started to tell you guys about was the Muerte video. Muerte video? Yeah. the uh, w- What was considered to be like one of the creepiest videos on the internet with uh, the guy that was oh, wearing yeah. the yeah, 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 the yeah, Death yeah, Doctor's yeah. mask and like all that creepy imagery and everything. And like how that was actually solved like a year ago, apparently. But it started in like 2015. I don't know if I've seen that. I know there's like a lot of quote unquote dark web spooky uh, edgy bullshit that yeah, like happened like, to people be on make. the yeah. normal web. So here's the thing. Like, yeah. No joke. Um, <laughs> yeah. This was like five years ago, maybe six years ago. Um, me. It Rocky, was 2015, was, so it was five. Five years ago. Um, me, Rocky, and Robbie uh, discovered. Well, I think Robbie came across it first, and then we all got way into it, and we like got on the phone that night, and we were like, "Okay, well, let's start figuring this out." And we got like pretty far into figuring it out, and we got into the part to where it started using images through audio. Um, and yeah. then we noticed that it was using images from horror movies. We're like, oh, this is fake. Okay, done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that that's actually one of the things that they uh, figured out about it is uh, they actually even found out what movies that those scenes were from, but like you couldn't tell initially seeing the spectrogram of it. Yeah, but like I was like, at the time, McDonald's was like the only thing open. So I like, went to McDonald's, I'm like, I need a Grand Slam immediately and a small coffee because it's still two in the morning and I don't want to, I want to sleep sometime. Uh, and I just like stayed on chat with them and like looked at my laptop and trying to figure this out with them. Wait, what's a a grand slam? I don't know what it's <laughs> called. It's like a couple pancakes and like a shitty sausage. I don't know. Oh, okay. I was like, <laughs> isn't that a Denny's thing? <laughs> I think that was like a rock band name in like high school or something. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, continue. <laughs> <with> yeah, <laughs> the fake doctor mask, whatever. Oh yeah, it just turned so, out to be super fake. So we yeah, it, it was a, it was an <laughs> artist that was doing 
it was an artist in like some kind of protest <laughs> art that he was doing. Uh, That's say, usually how those videos go. No, yeah, like, but like, we, uh, we went into it like, oh, cool. What if somebody's actually dead? Uh, what? Yeah, I know. E, don't look at me like that. I will. <laughs> <laughs> you can't stop me. But like, there was a time there was like, man, what if they're dead? I better look all the way into this, uh, which led to a lot of regrets. Um, but yeah. yeah like, <laughs> the initial video itself is very, very creepy because, like, there's, uh, like I said, all the audio is a giant spectrogram. And uh, the thing about it, like, part of what made it creepy is apparently uh, it was a DVD that was just sent to this radio station in Switzerland, if I believe, remember correctly. Yeah, and whenever yeah. somebody popped in the DVD, like, it had that weird audio in the menu, too. But then, like, they watched the video and they had no idea what the hell it was. So they put it online to try to see if anyone else could help figure it out. And it just opened up a fucking rabbit hole because, like, um there's like a bunch of math problems in there and like the math problems went into hexadecimal which went into an anagram which went into an act which went to an actual phrase and there was like a bunch of stuff that was just hit are hidden in there that was like that and it took people forever to actually decode the entire thing yeah um it's a good thing that it, uh you mentioned rabbit holes because E watched a twenty five piece uh YouTube documentary about rabbit holes, right? E? <laughs> I, I so there's a YouTube channel I follow called Into the Rabbit Hole. And it just goes into random internet rabbit holes basically. Like they have a Christian episode. They it's even not internet stuff because like it has one I forget the name. I feel name. like you can't just say Christian is like an internet rabbit hole. Christian? I just go oh, down these rabbit Christian. holes on my own. Like, oh yeah, I went down the Chris Chan rabbit hole a few months ago, and it's fucking... yeah, I started going down, and then I got sad. Yeah, it's a sad. Story. It was too. It's too much, isn't it? It's too fucking much. Um, it's really sad. But like, it actually, it has real like, going back to Google, like actual like news stories and stuff. Like, uh, was oh god, uh, there was like this weird Indian religion cult thing that opened up in a city and like took over a city what yeah um then what they did one on like oh the, yeah i remember the project. christian thing what like you know like that the one that the secret of nymphs space off like the actual oh they did okay yeah no different thing than i was thinking okay oh no <laughs> like, just stuff like that. there was one about these like brothers that just never cleaned anything and were terrible hoarders and yeah what what yeah yeah orville no not orville oh also um Shock Lobster in chat says, "Big breakfast is at McD's. Grand Slam is at Denny's, and I feel like an asshole helping you clarify this." <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for helping clarify it, anyways. But uh, yeah, like it just—it's a really cool thing. They upload like once every half a year because they have projects that are like an hour long about a yeah. thing. And so I, I mean, it's just fun. Anyways, yeah. Yeah, like one thing I need to interrupt, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, like another thing that I started getting to, which actually got me onto the whole Murthy video uh to <laughs> begin with, was uh there's this guy his his channel name is Wang. Uh that's because that's oh, his I last know. name. I know who that is. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, I was watching some of his stuff too, which like some because like a lot of his stuff is video essays of like mysteries on the internet, and because it his, was like um, actual mysteries, sometimes they actually go nowhere. But whenever it does go somewhere, it usually pays off. Usually, sometimes it's just fucking nothing. But sometimes, I think, no, sometimes... I think one of his um, most popular videos is about 
the guy that jizzed into a <laughs> container jar? with a My Little Pony? Yeah, yeah it's like yeah. a cup jar with yeah. like a My Little Pony really figure in it. And, just yeah. it and put it on the internet. Know, Apparently for months. Sure. Yeah, because I mean, I did see that gross. one. Uh, look it Can up. You <laughs> like imagine the smell? No, I can't. Well, what awful. was worse? <laughs> so yeah, the thing about it, because he actually started breaking in the middle of him filming that video. Because the thing about the My Little Pony cum jar thing is because like the guy apparently That's just wanted to drown a My Little Pony in semen was his uh, objective. <laughs> but apparently he left yeah. it out in the sun at one point in time and it caramelized it. <laughs> so and he took a lot pictures. of like adjectives and like yeah, can we, can things we not that don't talk involve semen? Yeah, like, <laughs> caramelized. But I wasn't gonna go on that. that. I want to be used. I know. Caramelized like, cum. Let's just move back into the not gross parts of this. <laughs> so yeah, here's here's a story that he talked about that wasn't disgusting that I was gonna go into before Sam brought that one up. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Sam. You're um, welcome. You he did a one. He did my girl too. <laughs> no, uh, that's something. Go away yeah, that this. that's a. Yeah, that is something you do not want to Google. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you just had to bring up the worst ones, didn't you? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Can't edit that's it. It's why It's just uh, on the internet now. <laughs> Oh, it's been on the internet. It's been there. <laughs> well, us talking about it is now on the internet. So, it's so, fine. But <laughs> everything says, is fine. Just to not ignore chat here for a second. Uh, all right. Officially not immediately going to sleep after this show. Gonna need a palate cleanser, like a full fucking hour of Zoo Otters playing. Thanks, Sam. Yeah, thank yep. you, Sam. <laughs> Okay, we so I'm going to tell you... archived episode, I'm also going to link to a video of otters. <laughs> oh, so... I thought you were going to link to something. To be fair, <laughs> I didn't think I was going to have to say this, but one of my favorite palate cleansers, honestly, is uh, this girl that has a parrot that says peekaboo whenever you say peekaboo. It plays peekaboo with you. So, like, look up the... The cockatoo peekaboo, I think, is what it was, or something like that on YouTube. Either that or like kittens being bottle fed. Like those are some of my favorite palate cleansers. So <laughs> oh, But anyways, are you aware that cockatiels aren't parrots? <laughs> that those are different animals. <laughs> I said parrot and then realized it was a cockatoo after I said it. <laughs> okay, just checking. Anyway, but anyways, yes. But uh, the video I was going to bring up on his channel, because we talked about uh, this director earlier, is apparently like Yule Bully, uh, with a bunch of reviewers that were like downvoting his movies and saying that they were terrible. He uh, apparently just had a boxing match with a whole bunch of them. Did he win? And that was the video I was going to talk about, which is one of his more mild videos. But thank you for bringing up the terrible ones. Also, Robbie, you say Yule's name different every single time. <laughs> So yeah, the Yule Time Ball guy. Uh... <laughs> kind of like how I say Prometheus differently every single time. Yeah, yeah premises. It, it's like you just you just forget the word. It's so strange. <laughs> yeah, so like what what are other premises of the of the guy? <laughs> so yeah, Yule Ball. 
It's uh, since you had to bring that up, actually. But thanks. Whatever. I'm giving my best effort. I never learned how to read. Uh, anyways, uh, he he's like since everybody shits on his movies because they're just terrible movies. Uh, he yeah. told a whole bunch of people who were reviewing his movies like yeah you really think i'm that bad how about you beat me in a boxing ring and apparently he just boxed a whole bunch of movie reviewers that downvoted his movies and a lot of them were thinking it was just gonna be um like you know kind of like a play thing of like a a way to kind of bring press to the issue and stuff like that so like he thought they thought it was gonna be like kind of a joke fight and turns out like he just started really beating the shit out of a whole bunch of movie critics for saying bad things about his movies because he's a good because boxer he's an, and he should just keep he's a with good boxing boxer and, and he's an angry a shitty German. fucking director. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, gonna, like, I'm gonna fucking box you. Maybe don't go. <laughs> yeah, if an angry German man wants to box you, don't do it. Maybe just be to like, be fair. Yeah, I gave this guy a shitty review, but he threatened to box me. And that doesn't make his movie better, but I wanted to get you guys to know that he threatened to box me. They did it. Yeah, I guess that's the thing. <laughs> but yeah, apparently he just like beat the crap out of like a whole bunch of people who said his movies were garbage. Uh, yeah, which and, uh... that was one of my that that was the tales from the our internet that I was going to talk about with his channel, but you know we went down that other <laughs> rabbit hole. Well, you know, yeah, shock you know, we says, were talking uh... about rabbit holes. Yeah, shock <laughs> says uh, he also didn't invite critics that had any actual fighting backgrounds. Um, yeah he did and so that's why they thought it was going to be like a joke fight but no like he just literally started beating the shit out of a bunch of people who had no boxing experience or did and did not prep at all for it yeah so you know evil just being evil yeah um shock lobster also says between stephen king's lovingly crafted descriptions of dog dicks and my little pony (laughs) cum jar I think I'm a solid fan of this show from now on. Oh no. It's definitely the uh it's what did I miss in the first really thirty minutes that you guys were talking? <laughs> Listen, Mr. Oh, Sha- this was Mr. last Lobster, week. I would like you to oh, reconsider. Oh. And imagine more so the parts where I talk about how bad Mulan was despite not seeing it. <laughs> No, but really, we really more should we really talk about that stuff more? And I implore you. To, I know you're joking, but I implore you. Listen, I try not to talk about the darker sides of the internet that I go onto sometimes. But Sam I brought love that the up. Darkest, so. I love the darker I, sides of the internet because I just want to expose everybody to everything that I've had to see. Terrible <laughs> shit. I would never wish that on anyone. Uh, Sam, <laughs> what you basically has said there is. I want everyone to be broken like I'm broken. Oh, Shock yes. says they are here for yeah. the dog dick. Sorry. <laughs> you know, a sentence. You wow. Right. But, you know, just go to Wendy's. Oh, here for the dog dicks. Sorry, my bad. Wrong but, place. Uh, I get, Robbie, do you have any other like big things you want to talk about? Because we have gotten quite long. <laughs> no, no. The only other thing that I've done is I helped my mom paint her house and I got Horizon Zero Dawn on PC. Like, that's the biggest things that happened to me this week. All right. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm going to say we have gone very long. We have. I just have one more story. We now. went. <laughs> I wanted to, I wanted to say something, too, that I didn't you get to say in my no. segment. <laughs> you had your turn. 
<laughs> but I want another turn, God, please. God, no, no, no. How dark is this going to turn, Sam? Sam, is this going to make not. me angrily leave the room? No. Because he has control of the room. He will he will detonate the fucking room. I will find you. If you I say the wrong thing right now. You really Keep that in mind. about that, Sam, is all. So I, just, I need you no. to really double check. This was, this was on the topic of indie games. Okay, okay. I'm I back played, again. Okay. I played a weird little indie game called Football Game. And it's like a super easy, like, 30-minute platinum on PS4. But, yeah, it's a weird one. And kind of cool. I would have liked to have seen What's it about? something football? longer. Um, no, it's actually not about football. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a story that you'd have Is to play free? it to actually. It's like three dollars. Hmm. Oh, okay, that's super cheap. But super easy platinum if you wanna, if you're really into that. All right, okay. you know, I've been really looking for those platinums recently. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, for yeah. context, I don't, I don't own a PS. <laughs> um, so the last thing i did want to bring up is a new story that i'm very interested in. i think we've covered it slightly here and there um right. the ray fisher justice league controversy um ray fisher in justice league played cyborg and uh since it came out that Zack snyder uh was getting his snyder cut he's been very very vocal about how he was mistreated on set uh apparently a lot of people were mistreated on set uh, he's not happy with how his character was portrayed or treated or a lot of things. He came out with a lot of accusations. Um, like some of them seemed, accusations? Uh, basically saying that a bunch of people on set were super racist or angry or sexist and mistreated him and a whole bunch of other people on set, uh, specifically pointing towards Joss Whedon and other producers and executives at uh, Warner Well, Road. that's not really surprising. Um, <clears throat> so Joss Whedon hasn't made any kind of statement about any of this one way or another. Um, but WB did come out and um, say they they they, uh, they actually did an independent uh, report on it. They didn't use any internal investigation. They got a complete third party, just hired them, said investigate this. Whatever, whatever happens, happens. We actually want to get to the bottom of this. This is a big deal. Well, it came out that the independent investigator has been trying to get a hold of Ray Fisher and talking to him and trying to see the root of these allegations. And Ray Fisher will not talk to them. Uh, weird. Right. It's super weird. Um, he's been extremely vocal about all of this, saying, like, I don't care if this ruins my career. People need to be exposed. But he refuses to do an interview with investigators at all. Um, and in a very weird thing of, like, a company coming back and be like, what the fuck are you doing then? WB actually came out and, like, he's not being cooperative. Like, we're actually trying to get to the bottom of this. And he will not talk to us or independent investigators. We don't know what to do at this point. Um, he's apparently just refusing to be interviewed. He's refusing to give any more information. And WB is basically like, if he can't do anything more, then there's nothing here. We can't continue with any of this. Which I think is honestly fair. But it's so strange. Because yeah. he's been so insanely vocal about it this whole time. Um, well, since the Snyder Cut stuff. Um, and it's just weird that he's like refusing to talk to people. Hmm. about it who are doing the investigation it's just very strange yeah um, obviously this is a developing story and who knows what's going to happen with it but it's it's weird yeah um yeah i i totally agree that is very weird i thought it was whenever you said that he was making all his allegations i thought it was going to take a very different turn than what you just said right um it's it's something that i wouldn't doubt honestly uh, since 
doing the Justice League recut and reshoots. Joss Whedon hasn't worked on anything. Uh, so it, I wouldn't doubt if there are some sort of internal complaints that they're like, okay, uh, we can't work with this man. He's obviously really difficult to work with. But Ray Fisher was saying it got to the point of it was a hostile work environment and people were being horrible to him and other co-stars. Um, but he's really the only one that's come out and said that these things happened. Uh, the closest <laughs> thing is Gal Gadot or Gal Gadot, uh, however you say her name. Gal Gadot, uh, Wonder I think. Woman. Um, she came out and she was like, uh, yeah, Joss Whedon wanted me to do this scene to where like you could almost see up my skirt and I didn't want to do that. And so they shot it. I thought, I thought it was well known that Joss Whedon was kind of a, a creep. And dick? A, yeah. Right. And like that's a, where a lot so of, so I don't know. Cause... Sorry, go ahead. I just I don't know why like it would be surprising because like I've heard stuff about him for like quite a few years now. Right, and like it it would suck if he were because honestly he was in charge of a lot of like really great nerd stuff that I still like to this day like Buffy and Firefly and stuff. Yeah, um, he helmed basically and set the tone for what ended up being the uh, MCU. He directed the first and second Avengers movies. Um, he very much set the tone for like what those meetups were going to be. I think eventually Russo Brothers really did make it their own and better. Um, but yeah, it's really... It, I wouldn't be surprised if Joss Whedon were a giant asshole. I would just be disappointed. <laughs> yeah. He is. He is. Um, I just saw it. <laughs> wow, a bunch of stuff happened in the chat. Um... Shock Lobster says these Hollywood people are shit. Slams just do not stop coming. Yeah. And uh, says, shoot, he could be in trouble for slander if he doesn't cooperate to a certain minimum with official investigations. Yeah, honestly, he could be sued for slander if he doesn't come up with something or even just cooperate. Even mm -hmm. if like he's not telling the truth, if he just doesn't cooperate, like he's right. His career's done, and it it would be his fault at that point because he's just not talking and when he needs to. If something happened and he's bowing out now. That's weird. Right. Like I don't. It is very weird. Like, because like I don't know if he's just wanting to have a lawyer with him while he's doing this stuff, or if he's just right. I don't know something behind the scenes happening, or if it. I mean, quite frankly, I don't know if I believe that this is entirely fake. But I don't. I don't. I don't think that it's unwarranted. It's definitely not unprecedented. Like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if any of these if stuff came out to be true. Um. I just, if he's going to do it, go all the way. Don't give up right now when the investigation is right. happening. I mean, this is a weird comparison, but it almost makes me feel close to what's happening with the whole Dr. Disrespect thing being banned on Twitch and no one knowing why. He definitely or, did something shitty. I mean, yeah, like, I, I wouldn't yeah. doubt if he did something <laughs> shitty, but like, apparently Twitch isn't saying anything and he's not saying anything. So no one knows why. He's not saying but, anything because I think he legally cannot say anything. Well, and that's yeah. the thing, because like, he did a couple of interviews, and apparently he was very iffy about what he could say, cause, uh, and it seemed like he was being directed by lawyers on what you can and can't say with it, but he says that he is also going to be taking legal action with it, but also with Twitch, like Twitch isn't saying anything, and usually they're very vocal of like, oh yeah, this is why we did it, even if it's like a very generalized, like, oh, because of this kind of content, and we do not allow that kind of thing, but they're not saying anything either, he just got banned. Right, like, the two things I can think of is they're not talking because it is a contractual dispute, and they just don't want to put any of that mm -hmm. in public because money, lots of money involved. Or There is a lot of money involved with that. Yeah, or he did something really, really shitty, and they legally can't talk about it. Which is also a possibility. But I was going to say, 
either that or like somebody saying something shitty on Twitter and then being called out and then deleting their tweets. That's almost what it feels like. Yeah. Of like, oh like shit, that. I didn't I didn't expect anyone to actually say or see that. Like I'm gonna go hide in this corner now. Well, Only now original... there's legal obligations still hiding in that corner. Are his original <laughs> statements still up for anyone to see? Uh Ray Fisher? Yes. They're all up. They were covered a, a lot. His tweets are still up, like everything is still up. Right. So that's what makes me curious about this. Because right. it's not like he's trying to backpedal. Yeah, he's not being like actually like he's still standing by all that stuff. He's just not talking to investigators. Which is also very, it's, it's we like, yeah, I can see where a lot of that trouble is. You can't like say like, hey, I know something really shitty that happened. Well, tell us about it. Well, I don't want to now. What do you mean you don't want to now? <laughs> right, exactly. Like that's basically what WB stands is like, what do you mean? Like we, we started this process, like we thought this is what you wanted and now you're yeah. not cooperating. Um, yeah, that, that's super weird. Yeah, and then Shark Lobster says in the chat, uh, if Whedon turns out to be a bad man, you are required to burn your Buffy DVD collection. Joke's on you. Uh, it's on VHS. <laughs> that's one I know <laughs> but. Um, and he says the absolute dearth of info that uh, on that is amazing. Everything leaks lately. And he's smart, at least, for keeping his own mouth shut. Um, yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, I, you're I, right. I barely know like any. I don't even know. I haven't seen any DC movies other than Shazam, anyways. Honestly, so I can't even say as much regarding the people around this situation. It's... I didn't know there was a new cyborg. Quite frankly, <laughs> yeah, Ray Fisher. Um, he literally played him once, and he was uh, offered Ray Fisher was to go and redo his role for the. Uh, uh, Fast Man. What's his name? Why can't I think? Flash. Um, <laughs> Flash movie. <laughs> Fast Man. Fast Man. Fast Man. <laughs> he was asked to go and uh, redo his role for that, and he turned it down. So I don't know. Hmm. This dude's weird. Yeah, um, this, this is very weird. Like I, I feel like I need to look into this more, because this is all very strange. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff out there about it. Um, definitely look into it if you're interested. There, It's very, very weird. But I think that's going to be a night for us. This is an yeah. extra long episode. I guess this is us yeah. making up for the shit show of last week. Also, because you just you just had to get your um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? You had to vent about Mulan. That's I feel like that's what a lot of this was. Yeah, no, right, was but like, it was fast. It was only five minutes. It's fine. No, no, that was definitely <laughs> like, the longest no. five minutes ever. But it was five minutes. <laughs> um, yeah, but we're gonna call it here. Uh, Shock Lobster says it was a fine shit show. Listen, it certainly yeah. was a shit show. Sometimes you gotta just let sleeping dogs lie. But it was there. <laughs> there are higher qualities here, but... of shit shows. At least I feel yeah. like we're at least a higher quality shit show. This week was definitely a better shit show than last. Yeah, week. Yeah, this week was a much better <laughs> shit show. So you, you guys gave me a little bit of insight about that. I was I was getting burned um... out in the middle of. I was. Man, I actually, yeah, I was getting rained on and burned. It was <laughs> weird and uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, that from the way that you guys talked about, or the way that they talked about it, and some of the things that I saw you post on Facebook makes me feel like the whole thing was very uncomfortable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that was last week. Yeah, not to bring this one yeah. down. Um, we're gonna head out of here. It's super late. This is a very long show, the longest I think we've ever done. Very weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. Rivals some of our old episodes. Yeah, actually, those yeah, got real yeah, long. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we'll talk to you guys next week. This archive will definitely be going up. 
Um, faux show. Uh, thank you, everybody in chat. Thank you, definitely, Shock Lobster. Uh, yeah, fun talking to you. Fun, fun having you around. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, Sam. <laughs> thank you for dealing with our shock stories. <laughs> um, thank uh, you, yeah. Robbie. Not a problem. Sorry. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Sure. And, yeah and, if anybody... and what the fuck, Sam? What the fuck? <laughs> Sorry, but not. <laughs> and uh, if anybody wants to get a hold of us, you can do that at the last ones in podcast at gmail.com. Again, that is the last ones in podcast at gmail.com. And if you're out there protesting, guys, do so safely, please. Uh, gloves, masks, uh, sanitizer tests they're free in most places from what i understand so yeah that's good um and if you're not doing that do the best you can to stay home stay alone and stay alive Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> every fucking time what are those songs i hate it why is it one of them there? i don't know <laughs> you played it once and so the algorithm says you want it all the time I know. <laughs> apparently in my life forever Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. We're going to out, guys. Have a great week. Talk to you later. Bye. 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 <laughs>